Hello and welcome to the twelfth episode of the Kingdom Hearts World Podcast. I'm your host Spencer, and I'm here with podcast co-hosts Aiden, hey you, and Grace. Hey guys, as well as a very special guest who was the host of multiple podcasts, Kyle. Hey, what is happening? Yay. Yeah, what's happening right now? I'm lost. I don't know where I am. <laughs> where have you yeah. come from? Oh my god! <laughs> yes, yeah, who friendly. is this? I don't see dropping. my mom. <laughs> we dragged you onto the podcast, literally. Okay. We did. Literally, we yes. dragged you. As long as I have a soda. <laughs> it, is, it is the crazy Larkscene episode, so we can do mm. evil things like that. It's the Larkscene episode we where we talk about Zigbar. Where we so talk far, about so Zigbar, good. right. <laughs> uh, That's Max right. is not here because he had to go for obligations. Mwah, but mwah, mwah. he does have a message <laughs> for all of you about the site. Hey, what's up, guys? Max here, a.k.a. the art director of Kingdom Hearts World. But you already know. So, after long hiatus and much anticipation, KingdomHeartsWorld.net is finally up and running. I know, they thought the day would never come. But I sure showed them. On a serious note, what you can expect when you go on the site is a blog that you can comment on, a latest news bars to keep you update, forums for discussions, and the ability to create your own customizable profile in which you can add your friends, you can send the messages, and participate in all of our discussions. So, on behalf of Kingdom Hearts World, we look forward to seeing you at KingdomHeartsWorld.net. Thanks, Max! And now back to our regularly scheduled podcast. We have a site! Yay! Yay! It's pretty! It's wonderful! He did a really good job designing it. It scrolls. And you, you it looks it gorgeous. <laughs> Everyone should be familiar with this website. You can click. You can scroll. It's revolutionary. <laughs> you can look at it. <laughs> There's even a picture. All this and more. www.kingheartsworld.net. Go now. Go. Go, children. Run. <laughs> be there. Run. Square. It's pretty rad, yeah. so you should all go and check it out. Mm-hmm. Out. Right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty awesome. He did a really good Join job. Join the forums. It. Join! We're all, yes. everyone here is part of the forum. Grace, are you part of the forum? Uh, I'm signing up. I'm sorry, I've been really busy this week. And it just went up. It just went up, okay? I'm gonna sign up. I'll Everyone's sign up with all of our listeners. Grace is part of the podcast. Because I'm Grace sorry. Did you just call her down. a disgrace? Oh, uh, oh, oh, aren't you clever? Aren't you clever? <laughs> oh, this is just oh, where the God. puns begin. This is perfect. <laughs> Now I'm gonna I'm gonna make replicas of all of you. The pun is just beginning for no yes. reason. <laughs> <laughs> like that. This is be great. You're terrible. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna join though. I'm gonna join anyway. I'm glad you the invited you're me. Terrible. Oh yeah, this is fun already. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, so beyond puns, I'm gonna get to our outline once I find it. Past all these pictures of her, your Zigbar your punny stingray. okay so our outline for today's episode is the intro which you just heard followed by our news which there's a sizable amount for once followed by discussion which this time following the trend that we mentioned last episode this time it'll be about zigbar since he's the second member of the organization and that'll be interesting followed by playlist and then our outro so that's exciting Mm -hmm. (laughs) i have so much to look forward to so much and more at www.kingheartsworld.com. It's no. a whole new world out there. <laughs> Don't forget the www. It's the most important part. Obviously, that's not outdated in the slightest. It won't work if you don't type that. I know, actually. right? Your computer will just get confused and then explode. Uh, yeah. So it, be careful, guys. It'll slap you. It'll slap also, you in the face. Do not forget HTTP 
Full colon. Full colon. <laughs> slash slash. www. Don't forget to turn on the computer. Yeah, that's important. Make sure it's plugged in. <laughs> if you can't okay. find the internet, go ask your grandparents. <laughs> Oh, oh. Uh, okay. What is this internet thing? I don't understand, Jimmy, Sonny. I told you last weekend. <laughs> okay. You with your so, newfangled hippity hoppity. You just had to mention the URL. You yeah. got us off. Kingdom Hearts World. I think you there. mentioned it. Good job. You sent okay. us on a loop. <laughs> okay, there you go. We're problem. not advertising go. in the slightest. Anyway. <laughs> So, our first piece of news, that Kingdom Hearts 1.5 HD Remix will get an extra pre-order bonus, besides the art book, which are exclusive PS3 premium themes of the characters in different worlds, and supposedly they'll move and stuff. So, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> That's, that's yeah. pretty swanky. It's a nice little add-on. From what I know, you can only get it from pre-ordering. Like, they won't, it won't be available in the store afterwards. Man, I forgot PS3 premium things existed. I know, yeah, right? It's like your bonus includes, like, a peppermint. And you're like, oh, yay. <laughs> yeah. Isn't this I nice? Love peppermint. <laughs> this adds yeah. a whole lot of not really that much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they, maybe maybe they're great. I mean, they, maybe some great critical advancements. The screenshots are pretty themes. cool. One is them in Hundred Acre Woods, and I think the other is in Mount, or, uh, Olympus Coliseum. And there's probably more, but, I mean, I, it's free if you pre-order, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. I guess. Is it free? Is it free? <laughs> Somewhat. If you if you pay forty dollars, it's free. Somebody at Square Enix if made you pay that, forty dollars, they got free. paid to make. It. <laughs> well, it's the only real thing they actually made, as far as like software. <laughs> no, they had one. to. Um, they lost all the assets of the original game, so they had to remake everything. That's so oh, BS. Really? What? I mean, I think that must be <laughs> well, like an out of context. I heard that. I heard that news. It must be so out of context or something. Because like, they, to know, match no the animation millisecond for millisecond as this it does. Yeah. They couldn't do that. Something something was saved. But I'm just I saying feel that's like what that, Nomura said. That was probably the like most awkward conversation to have with your superiors of like your um your company. It's like, <laughs> well, we kind of lost like all of yeah. the um The game assets. has sold like ten million copies. You know, yeah. you know that game? I can't find it. Like some <laughs> somebody ago, lost their like, job. So like, have you checked your office? Yeah. Did you check under your bed? Sweetie! <laughs> Sweetie, is it under your bed? Fun fact, boss. Uh, Where is my super Did you suit? check the lost and found <laughs> for like 10 terabytes? Yeah, oh, so dude. that's, um, that could be total bull. <laughs> I don't believe them. That's just the fact. I just, I find it They're just saying that because it took like five years to get an HD collection of Kingdom Hearts. They yeah, might have been busy. <laughs> busy with all that 13. 13 and versus 15. <laughs> oh, man, coded. We needed coded. I love how, like, Disney pretends, like, Kingdom Hearts is this, like, red-headed stepchild, but it's making yeah. a ton of money. Hey, I take offense to that. <laughs> I have a stepdad, and I'm his red-headed stepchild. <laughs> we well, said uh, So are you saying Kingdom Hearts is just amazing? They treat it very well. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if well, actually, I think we are saying it, that. So. You're free to think of it that way. <laughs> we say it in the most affectionate way possible. It's like the uh, relative who's like the in-law. It's like the cool uncle. Yeah. But your I'll still keep it with redheads. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I now sorry. treat that as a compliment. It's just too easy to bust on you now. That, that's it's like, like now that's, you know I have red hair. <laughs> you just you just handed me that on like a silver platter. This is too oh, good. I, I'll be so defensive. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm redheaded. <laughs> for the record, red hair is awesome and Brave proved that. But I could still bust on you for it. There you go. Exactly. It's like Whoa. Axel. Just to, they're going to get all back into Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Boom. 
Related. Boom, done. You can, you can oh, tell I can't it. drop my mic. It's like on a stand, but this, this I've released my hands. Skill. Please don't <laughs> yeah, drop that stand. mic. But for the record, you could tell that Axel's hair has probably died. Well, you know all those Kingdom Hearts hair dice. I think it's a texture. What? <laughs> what? No! <laughs> no! You can't be serious. He's not real. Magic. My life is a lie. <laughs> That's a direct quote from Axel. <laughs> <laughs> my life is a lie. I, I'm getting my, my life hair is done. a bunch of zeros and ones, <laughs> a whole oh, bunch, a whole bunch of them. Because he doesn't exist. This is like the best PS3 premium themes tangent yeah. I've ever. I heard. really hope the premium theme is just Axel yelling about how he's not real. <laughs> that it's just Axel oh, no, flipping it's, you <laughs> off. It's him it's just sitting Axel in front of the TV. Died. It's him sitting in front of the TV with like a whole tub of ice cream, just crying. Like I'm not real. I'm yes, not he real. saw ice cream. He's like got little sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's him Why joining. Don't you remember me, Roxas? <laughs> Someone's knocking on the door. Axel, so you have to come out at some on. point. It's I don't know I who I am. <laughs> who will I have ice cream with you, jerk? <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't have anything memorized. He's just what got a Roxas puppet on his hand. You're like, this has gotten very weird. <laughs> you always say that, Roxas. This has gone from bad <laughs> You never to want to worse. go anymore. <laughs> you never want to go outside. You just want to feed the cats. Okay. Well. <laughs> Anyways, so anyway. Maybe the premium theme is Axel joining www.kingheartsworld.net. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless. Anyway. Shameless. On Heartless. to our next news pace. Oh. Pace. <laughs> on to our next news piece. Grace, do you want to take it? Of course I do. Great. All right. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Chi, the browser-based social game, officially launched on July 18th in Japan. No word on an English release yet. What a huge Ooh, launch. Kai. Back in time. Or Kai, sorry. Kai, like Kai. Kai Blade. Like it goes to show you how excited I am about the social based <laughs> game. Kyle, is there something you're not telling us about this project? Yes, there's a lot I'm not telling you, but uh, <laughs> please be excited. Is it? Wait, oh, really? Thanks, Nomura. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. No, 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 no. Tell me, tell me that it's really good so I can get excited That's about like an this. Exact it looks all right. That's as yeah. much as I can say. Oh, come on, man. Cool for a free browser based game. I know you know something. I it's a browser-based social game. Don't expect him. Tell me, redheaded child. <laughs> Don't expect Kingdom Hearts 3. No. <laughs> Though, to be honest, if you expect Kingdom Hearts 3 from a browser-based social game, you probably should not join KingdomHeartsWorld.net. Wave of the future. <laughs> though, though, frankly, the www. <laughs> though, frankly, like, with, with Kingdom Hearts Kai, like, who d- when they first started the games, who didn't kind of dream of doing the... Like, when I was a kid, and I started up with Kingdom Hearts 1, Facebook. I was like, I want to be able to do something like this. It was, like, the most fun thing I could possibly think of. But then going on with the games, I realized that the saving grace of these games, well not the saving grace, but one of the really strong parts of it was this crazy storyline they were making. So like, I started thinking less about like putting myself into a game and more so falling in love with the characters that were already there. So you're saying the story is what saved you? Oh, uh, well, story and several other Save. things. Like it, it has wonderful gameplay and, and it's just a great game in particular, but... Some would I say joke. that's why we love it. Yeah. My joke just went over everyone's head. You said the saving grace. <laughs> yeah, I, I was lost in the pun. I was just oh. like, oh, really good. I mean, it's oh, kind no. of modest. Yeah, no, I'm but, sorry. Uh, you know, saving grace. Oh, well, just edit it out. I didn't I, make I, I'm going to be thinking about No, no, keep that puns. in. I want that fail train. All that aboard was, the fail train, guys. <laughs> that was not even sleepy. You're a very graceful person. <laughs> oh, Kyle has been saying that. Oh, oh, this is getting <laughs> better. I know, I'm just quick on the draw. Anything else, guys? I'll Anything think of else? Something. Say, 
Mm. Need to get out of your system. Though I like that one. That one was a compliment. Thank oh, you. Oh, there was. I hope you. I hope you're genuine about that. Yes. Yes. Oh, thank yes. you. Yes. We don't think you're a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Thank speak you. for yourself, man. <laughs> it's been a oh, come on, man. <laughs> hey, you, I, I have great red hair, okay? <laughs> you have wonderful red hair. It just I makes know. you the red-headed stepchild. I, it's it a does. true fact. <laughs> We're going over every, everybody's red-headed heads right now. but it's So, Chi, this li- I mean, to me, I, my brothers used to, like, binge on uh, Maple Story. That's, I think that's what it was called. Yeah. It, like a, yes. It's a Korean-made, browser-based game. It was all 2D uh, kind of platform. I don't really know exactly how it worked. I had an idea. You know, kill stuff and you craft stuff and you sell mm-hmm. stuff and you repeat that mm-hmm. process a lot but i'm not exactly sure how chi works or what exactly the gameplay is like sounds like you can customize a character so that's interesting but i'm not too uh enthused about this sort of project like you guys know um what was the game that was a disaster they released uh recently final fantasy it was on ios it was just like big massive battles oh, and you pay for characters uh, all the, all the bravest yeah, I think that sort yeah. of effort they put into that, which is really just like a shill of a game. It's just a oh. scam of a game. I feel cool. like this is Chi. The vibe I'm getting is somewhere between a Kingdom Hearts game and a shill of a game like that. It's somewhere in the middle, and I don't know how much I would enjoy something like this where I got to pay out chunks instead of just in- investing in the first place and then enjoying yeah. it. But I don't know. I think a lot of people still are on the sidelines when it comes to like browser-based pay-as-you-go games. I mean, it's it's been a big thing that's been developing, but I'd be surprised. If, if it's touched more than like 20% of gamers so far so there's still a lot of us probably a lot of the Kingdom Hearts fandom that Just might not, not like know. this sort of thing yeah, yeah it but might it's not big be in Japan us. though I'll yeah. be I'll be honest with you like I my my friend she was super super into Maple Story, and she was like yeah all about this game she tried to get me to play her brother was very much into this this game as well like there are people there's definitely a fandom and a following for these kinds of games in oh, particular my, my brother yeah. spent hundreds of hours on maple story yeah and this is the sort of thing where they could bring it over I, there were games where they didn't bring them over or are pending like final fantasy type zero rest its soul <laughs> <laughs> that never was born here yeah, I forgot it existed until we started talking about cheat, but uh, <laughs> I remember it. Now I'm sad. No. But there's yeah, a lot of games yeah. that used to not come out here, like that Dirge of Service cell phone game or uh, Before Crisis Final Fantasy VII, just because the technology Cause... was also a layer, not just the translation or the market. But I think for this, I mean, the translation, there's, not, there's probably not uh, any voice acting to worry about, so that's a huge budget savings. So mm-hmm. it's really just translating the thing, the text. So I think they there's a chance they'll bring this over. I mean, they brought every other Kingdom Hearts thing over. I don't think we've missed anything yet. Maybe one thing. I, Only I the cell phone game. Yeah, but they're really delayed yeah. about bringing that stuff over because they oh, really no don't think that either they don't think that they have a market or Disney's just not on board with it. Yeah, I think the the problem with that too is like Square Enix has these staggered release dates, and they've done that since the beginning of time or beginning of Square Enix time. And it's not really how the rest of the game development world has gone or what the gamers are expecting. So, like, we'll see these things get released in Japan six months or a year or two years before we get to touch them. By the time we do, it's, like, old news. Like, I feel like I've already gone into and gotten over the Final Fantasy XV fandom. I'm like, yeah, that was, yeah. like, old news. I've dusted my hands. It's like, yeah, Noctis and the girl with blonde hair. Cool. Yeah. Done with that. Stella. Yeah. Who cares? So when it comes back, it'll feel like, this was like the remake of that thing I played. Wait, I never did play that. (laughs) But wait, these guys are talking a language that I actually like. Yeah, so when she comes out here, I might try it. Yeah, but it's like it's been in my head for like, well, starting now, but we'll see if it does come over here. By the way, speaking in a language, my bad, my bad, guys. (laughs) Correcting my wonderful (laughs) English. 
Yes, Grace, Grace over here, podcaster extraordinaire. Yeah, exuding yeah. Grace. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> So yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot to say. It was like she said, released on July 18th in Japan. So with Square Enix, we get if we do get it, we could get it in December. We could get it next July. You know. You're gonna have to dig for some like early impressions from Japan because yeah. I remember like I uh, think when when I used to podcast, we'd dig for like uh, what Final Fantasy 13 came out like three months earlier um, than it did in North America, mm-hmm. and you had to like balance between the like spoiling elements of it while talking about it since it's being released yeah. already. Like, you know, when Birthday Sleep or anything comes out here, it's already been out for like a year already. Or nine months, mm-hmm. usually. Kingdom Hearts average is like nine months, isn't it? Yeah. yeah and, That's so uh, annoying. I'm not going to lie. I hate everyone was spoiling. And everyone. I think it's shooting themselves in the foot. And, I mean, no, that's a tangent, but it's always like a sticking point with me and Square Enix. I'm just like, why do you do this? You could have... Look at look at Kojima. He's like the perfect example. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, like day and date. Kojima-san. <laughs> Like how Pokemon's doing the worldwide release. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will be the first Pokemon I buy since like uh, Yellow, so I'm very excited. Oh, I was like, man. I'll buy one again with the 3D, and then I've just cried for years because they man, gold resisted. Man, I was like yeah. in grade four when Blue came out, so I was like, this is yeah. like the time of my life. Yeah, no, no, no. The last Pokemon that I've played, and I feel like kind of a loser for saying this because I know that there's a huge Pokemon fandom out there. Last one that I played was Pokemon Blue. Mm-hmm. Way I, back when. And I freaking loved it, but I've not oh, gotten God, back I into it. I've yeah, I feel like I had I had completed my the, my need to experience it. But, I mean, I still love it to this day. I still reblog Pokemon art on Tumblr. Well, well but, uh, I was, in fact, the very best. That no one ever was. Say that hey, for the Christmas episode, Grace. I would like to Grace. dispute that. <laughs> Grace, man. Hey, okay. If we're talking about the best Pokemon, guys, wouldn't it be the person who's played them all right here? Pokemon Master wearing an Ash Ketchum hat as he records. So how Just... was... Uh, or did you play Black and White 2? Did you play that? I had not maxed it. I didn't have the money at the time, and I forgot about it. Oh, so you just lied to all of us. Yeah, you just lied. And to your listeners. And your well, listeners. I hope you're happy. Well, whatever. He's like, I'm quite satisfied. <laughs> I'm quite satisfied with lying to all of you. You got me. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep on my bed of Pokemon hey, games. I've done my time. I've played all the remakes and everything. <laughs> I've done my time with Pokemon. <laughs> I've played the Wii games, guys. I've played the Wii games. Hey, well, in all fairness, I did right play now. Diamond for a little while, but I was like, this is like half-ass 3D. Gold but I loved Stadium with the N64. Oh, Stadium was cool. I just, I, I'm picturing Spencer right now with all of his Pokemon games like, I've done my time! Full of years of it! Looking at my shelf, my DS shelf right now. My DS shelf has uh, Diamond White, Mystery Dungeon, and Ranger. Who played Ranger? I did. That's all. My brother. Uh, Jamie and he played, almost broke his 3 Jamie played it. Ranger but, was awesome, even though it made huge scratches on my DS. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, fail. <laughs> worth it. Actually, that's why I never finished playing Birth by Sleep, is because my PSP has a giant crack going from Ooh. the top, bottom of the screen all the way to the top, because I, I dropped it at one point on a tile floor after owning it for a couple of years, and it started a small crack, but then just like worked its way Delt. upward. Okay, so most important question. Did you get up to the part that has um, Evan, Alias, and Ienzo? No. Oh, that means you didn't get far enough. I'm sorry. No, I I, I literally started with uh, Ventus and gave up because I started in a hard mode and I couldn't beat the, like, the first boss and my screen was all <laughs> messed up. So I was like, this is a horrible experience. I still have it. I still mean to play it, but I, I want to get like a new PSP, but I'm like, Vita's out now. I'll wait till it's on the PSN, but it's not. I don't think it's going to ever be on the PSN. I need this Crisis Core. I think they're just waiting to do like... Uh, an HD version of it, but like the PS4 is going to be out. It's too late, man. Just well, put it on PSN. I, oh, I hate you guys. Um, 
for Kingdom Hearts 1.5 during the end credits, it shows screenshots from Birth by Sleep 2 encoded. And uh, Nomura has said that it would be strange if there wasn't the 2.5. So I'm assuming next year, since 1.5 comes out this year, either next year or the year after, probably next year, uh, 2.5 will come out, and I'm assuming that'll be Kingdom Hearts 2, Birth by Sleep, and cutscenes from Coded. Yeah, so, I've always assumed those will come out, so I'm hopeful mm-hmm. that I'll play that. And I want to get 1.5 because I never got. Uh, yeah. What was that bigger one that came out here Chain that included Chain of Memories? Yeah. Rechain of Memories. Rechain. Re- that's it. Rechain. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. I well, I loved Rechain of Memories, but you all know why. And, <laughs> like I hated, scene. I hated the um the actual fighting system, but I just loved the characters and the story so much. I... <clears throat> Vexen. Max and I got so <laughs> deep into that game. <laughs> Max mm-hmm. and I got like way deep into it. We I had played it on Game Boy Advance. Thing. That was great. Oh, I never got to play the Game Boy. Actually, yes, there's been a lot of I've arguments heard it works better, that, like, though. the characters in that were much more true to form than the ones that they have in the recoded. Thing is, though, I like all the crazy antics that they've got going on in the, the redone the redone chain of memories. Stories are just better when characters are crazy. It's a yeah. proven fact. When they so cry. They so cry. When, when so Vexen's cray. got the twitch going on. The twitch. And For when Vexen they cuss. Vexen twitch. the Game Boy ones, they cuss, don't <laughs> Vexen they? Vexen twitch. Sounds like a dance. Yeah. It's like the, you know, the 20s twist. The Vexen, Vexen twist. Oh, God. Your eye just awkwardly twitches and you yell about twitches how you're superior. Your kind of flinches. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway. me going out dancing, guys. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts G. Chai. G. Key. Kai. 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 I, I, don't even, I don't even know. Oh, yeah, like the know. Kai Kingdom Hearts, I'm not going to play this. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts browser, okay. So, do you want to take our next news piece, Aiden? Sure. <laughs> All right. The Kingdom Hearts 1.5 HD Remix art book trailer was released. Uh, it's only like a minute long. It's, um, it's nothing literally too a trailer for the art book. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's it's about as exciting as you expect it to be. Cool hey man, art books are sweet. <laughs> Wait, are, are you are for cool. real? For real? I, I watched that. I thought I, I was floored. I thought it was really cool. I thought I'm it was beautiful. No, I'm saying it was beautiful. That. Yes, but I'm saying, but it, it like, is. If it you're was looking a for something groundbreaking. For book, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's a book. What do you? Maybe not groundbreaking. Are they going like, to show every picture from the book? Like, <laughs> they're not going to do much. Well, the, no, they've got like actual like character tests. They have like the the different expression models. That's really cool. Okay, I think but it's those, really cool. those probably weren't original. They probably just were like, we need to make a trailer. You know, Draw some expressions. Yeah, I don't care. Art books are so exciting to artists. I'm gonna guess, Aiden. Are you? You're not a practicing artist. Are you? Actually, I am. You are. Not like, oh, not I like overly. Oh snap! Okay. No, like I'm excited for the book. I just My didn't theory like the has been proven wrong. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I'm art books are amazing. Like, whenever I have an artist friend, yeah. I'm like, oh, thank God. The, it's a lot easier to get a gift for a friend who's an artist because, yeah, I, say, I can get you an art book because they're always, like, maybe a bit too pricey to buy a bunch of them. So there's always one they're missing, and I can just easily find yeah. out and get it for them. Like, yes. Well, actually, uh, I just got the true. collector's edition of uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Nice. Four. And it's got some great art in there. Exactly. It comes with the uh, art book slash guide. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's like, I was wondering what to get my boyfriend for his birthday. He's like, I don't have the Avatar book. And I was like, well, you don't. <laughs> that was so yeah, that was the coolest thing. When you pre-ordered Rising, you got a Rising art book, and it's actually really cool because it's all these cool pictures of Raiden, like, cut up and, like, awesome. That's going to make me pre-order. Well, I was going to probably pre-order anyway for those sick premium themes, but not really. Uh-huh. More for what, the art um, that I like. Yeah. It looks cool. I like the images that it showed, especially of um, half lion Zidane like chainsaw Sora. That was cool. Did they show for like a quarter <laughs> of a second? A quarter of a second. Has there been like they're flipping for... pages? Hmm? Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Oh, they're like flipping pages, and they flip two pages, and like the middle page shows that 
shows that mm-hmm. Sora, where it's like Zidane, Sora, and then it just keeps Hardcore going. Hardcore Sora. Yeah, I'm not yes. going to lie. I like that, that first sketch that they did. I think it's a really cool comparison as to where they came from, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But imagine it's- him in the story now. Yeah, that never so would have worked. Yeah. <laughs> so be... imagine now, like, where would they have gone with the story if he was like that? I feel like, like it what would we we'll be discussing know. right now? <laughs> I don't even know. We'll find out. <laughs> right now we'd be talking about Stingray Zigbar being real. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. That's, that guy can that's from, like, an alternate universe. That would be rad, actually. <laughs> we've, we've just written a fan fiction, guys. We just wrote one. Now, is this the first Kingdom Hearts art book, or has the, I'm guessing this like it's like been out since what 2002 or 2004? I and, don't recall seeing more. And, but were the Ultimatium? Well, I don't. I can't pronounce it. But uh, were those books? They were kind of artsy as well, weren't they? I never looked I never at one. So I, never, yeah, I don't think they were like official art books, though. Yeah, yeah I don't like think they were like an art book and like Wikipedia for yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. No, I actually I liked those guidebooks just on the basis of the art that they had in them. Just a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Confirmation. But anyways, yeah. Nothing we special. Agree. Just an art book trailer. It just looks cool. Yes, I'm it's excited. it's very pretty. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty snowflake. jazzed about that. Yeah, it's pretty rad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else we can really say other than that it looks cool. Donald without his midsection. There's cool art in a book, and it's an art. They book. killed Donald. Yeah, well, in Halloween no, Town, the mummy he Donald. Like the midsection. Oh right. When he's a mummy. Yeah. That's like I one of the main pictures they show for the art book. I, which I makes clearly no sense, did not pay enough attention to the trailer. And Goofy has like the enormous screw <laughs> no. in his head. True story, I didn't even realize his midsection was missing until like a couple months ago. <laughs> That's Halloween like, time. changes right? everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I never noticed. <laughs> have you gone to the eye doctor recently? <laughs> I do have stigmatism. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Donald's a mummy? What? No. No, I noticed that. Donald's just a doctor? Yeah. He's a mom? Congratulations, <laughs> 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 Well, Donald. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where did they secrets. come from? DuckTales for KH3. This is awkward. <laughs> Some anyway. underlying themes we didn't realize in Kingdom Hearts. Wait, no. Huey and Dewey and Louie were nephews. Goofy's had a son for a long time. I know, I know. he has. Max, like... Max is in not Goofy Sun Max. Max on the podcast like loves the Goofy movie, so he like I remember on an episode he said that he wants Goofy movie in Cage Three. <laughs> so we always because we always watch it, then we make a ton of jokes about them both having the same name because we always used to watch Goof Troop and stuff. It was fantastic. Didn't that come out like I feel like I was a little kid when the Goofy movie came uh, the out. The Goofy movie came out in 1995. I know I wasn't born yet, but um, you Max weren't born yet. Wow, I don't know. I, had, I had just been born. I had been born for a while. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are but, so I mean, young! Max takes like every opportunity. We watch it all the time. So, when I was really young, I remember Max and watching Goof Troop in a Goofy movie all the time. With, so yeah, I only saw it once. Yeah. I think maybe I'm lying right now. I don't know. But, I've seen um, it a few times. I, it's actually awesome. All I remember is like a baseball field. Baseball. Is there baseball that, in there? That had nothing. No. They commonly wore baseball caps. In maybe that's extremely that's in the sequel, an extremely goofy movie. There's a field of some kind oh. of baseball. That might be it. I guess I lied about lying. <laughs> that might yeah, be the troop. Maybe. I loved that movie. I do love that movie still, actually. And, like, I it's odd that you me- were mentioning this movie because I actually just listened to a few interviews with, I think, Bill Farmer is, her, is his name, oh. the one that does the goofy voice. Bill Farmer's hmm. awesome. He's he's wonderful. He's really cool. He seems like he's a nice. nice guy. I just love Goofy. Goofy's always been my favorite character from Disney. He's awesome. <laughs> oh, funny funny fact though. Have you guys noticed like they always refer to Goofy as being one of the the dumb ones, but oddly enough, usually when he comes up with something like out of the their group, the like he comes idea. up with some sort of suggestion, it's usually the right one. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. it's crazy. He's so usually like the wise the stereotype. one. 
Mm-hmm. That way he's not predictable. He's smart. Just, they just don't say it. Well, he's actually incredibly smart, because if you consider, like, Pluto, I mean, in comparison to, com- to Pluto, they're both dogs. I always wondered the relation between them. It's funny. He does actually, voice like, both They're the them. same person. Yeah. There was a, com- there was a comic strip uh, that had Mickey showing um, Pluto, or is Pluto, Mickey, and Goofy, and Mickey was joking, making Pluto talk, and then <laughs> Goofy's like, I don't get it. <laughs> so, so Disney know Disney knows that it's, it's messed up. Oh yeah, they but must. they don't do anything about it. They're like, yeah, we'll just go. I with like the to think quo. that Goofy's just like a super domesticated, like over. It's like Pinky in the Brain, basically. He's just like a super dog. Hey, Mickey's a mouse. Well, what's funny they're all is on they, an even playing field. Yeah. Well, Pluto's were, not on an even playing field. No, he's not. Like, is, they refer to Goofy as, in fact, a goof. I know this sounds really weird. He's he is a goof. Like it's a whole different type of thing. It's official. Roots, yeah, like, it's true. It's his breed. Yeah, so he's, he's not necessarily he's, a dog. He's yeah. a goof. I, I don't goof. know what that means, but, but wasn't we're there just another, gonna leave it at that. But wasn't there another like like same species as Goofy in the Goof Troop? It was like the same type. Well, and he's no, actually pizza smart, cat. And normal. Yeah, it was like it was it was like Roxanne and Max. Yeah, they were all goofs. Yeah. Except huh. Max and this Pete, weird or, uh, world of, of Goofy. Pete. This is tapping my long-term memory way too hard for me to comment. <laughs> I have a Goof Troop DVD on I my I think show. we just short-circuited Kyle. <laughs> yeah, come on, I'm like younger than you, guys, than you, Kyle. Goofy, I know this stuff. Goofy. Yeah, come this on, man. Pick it up, Buttercup. We ain't got all day. Well, that's a redhead stepchild. I like that more than Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. So, Kyle, would you like to take our next news piece? All right, so, you know Tetsuya Nomura? That guy who, I think he's remotely involved in Kingdom Hearts, is he not? Sometimes he comes outside. Who? Some, sometimes he what? says something. I th- He's the spokesman, right? I don't even know. He's Sounds like Japanese he's, to me. I the, have no idea. I've always seen Tetsuya Nomura as the spokesman of Kingdom Hearts. He should be fired, because he he's not a very he's good spokesman. He's always the guy who's saying, it's not coming out yet. Yeah, he's like, don't bother me, okay? I'm working. <laughs> well, he, he has come out of his cave. His, this he's probably... <laughs> Belt filled and very colorful <laughs> cave full of magic. And uh, he mentioned recently that Kingdom Hearts 3 is ready for development, or ready to go into full development. So, hooray! Yeah, I mean, there, there's stages to the development cycle, there's pre production, and there's testing things so they can get some new gameplay ideas. So, after that phase, they finally kick in and put 200 people on the project. So, I guess they have now decided to do that. Well, at least it'll come out by 2021 now. Yes, maybe I will be younger than 35 by the time it comes out. (laughs) But the thing I'm wondering is, like, his main team who are working on Final Fantasy XV right now have been the team that had been working on Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. So I'm curious, I'm guessing they're wrapping up a lot of the elements of Final Fantasy XV and switching those staff just right over, just really conveniently, into the early stages of Kingdom Hearts 3. One team is just uh, shipping them this off. was reported a while ago. I think uh, one team, the team that worked on the like King Hearts one and two, they're working on Versus still, and Osaka team, which worked on Birth by Sleep and 3D, are right now working on King Hearts three. And Nomura, I, I believe, is working between both of them because uh, Versus is like his child, sort of. And, it uh, is Osaka Taiyu's that's working on Kingdom Hearts three. I thought they were working on Pardon? the uh, Osaka's working on Kingdom Hearts three. I thought they were working on the one point five or two point five. Oh, they were, but and now they're working out. on them. Supposedly, now they're working oh, on right. three. 
that well, you know, like a, a lot of studios <laughs> these days, like Ubisoft uh, for Assassin's Creed Three and Two and the other ones, um, they involved many studios and a lot of different elements of it. So that's a really common thing, and I guess Square Enix probably who yeah. they've probably done it for decades now as well themselves. But they involve a lot of studios, even though there's they'll be the main one that takes it on, like Ubisoft Montreal for Assassin's Creed or. I'm yeah. sure the Tokyo office, once they ship Final Fantasy 15, they'll be like, all right, give us our child back. We need to rear <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 into a mature young adult. Osaka's like daycare. I love exactly. how Kingdom Hearts That's... would just be like, wait, but I liked... Oh, he's just torn away. <laughs> torn away. He's but like, frankly, I thought, though, I the thought angry... Osaka was my parents. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> frankly, though, like the, the, the inner um, just disgruntled fan in me was just like, what, it hasn't already been in production? Really? Really? Yeah. But no, actually, yeah. I'm very, I'm very happy to hear this, though. I am. Yeah, I mean, it's still a trend with Square Enix that I was, I've never been super happy with. They seem to be on a, uh, their development's like on a PR time delay. Like they could do like a lot of companies now and just announce a year ahead of time before a game comes out. Like was it Last of Us was announced a year and a half before it actually came out? Like it was the VGA Live Awards yeah. or whatever they're called on Spike TV. And they announced that out of the blue, and then it came out like a year later, and that's like a great turnaround time. It's enough time to kick off the PR campaign from the get-go. Whereas Square Enix, it's like we they announce it, then they go dark for like years, and then they I bring know. it back. It would be better if they were just like we've been working on it for three years, and now you know, and we'll be like, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> no, we can expect it at some time soon. <laughs> Instead of like Final Fantasy 15, which was announced in 2006. Yeah, Nomura had an idea. Everybody, get excited! He had an idea. Yeah, like Crisis Core was announced when the PSP was announced, and then it came out like four years later. Oh so. my god! It was worth it. It was worth it, but I mean, they did the same thing with Dirge of Cerberus, and was that worth it, Spencer? No, mm, not particularly. That's I funny. I was watching a video that for that today. I've, I've, I give semi fun, random Dirge of Cerberus tangent here. Because I'm sure there's been no Dirge of Cerberus tangents on the internet for the last five years, but <laughs> it came, I think it came out in 2006, so five years just came out. But I was playing that today. I actually kind of enjoyed at least the story of that game, but I just, fun fact, I did a speedrun of that game. Well, not even a speedrun. I just skipped through all the cutscenes. And with the cutscenes, it was a 13-hour game. Without the cutscenes, it was a five-hour game. Wow. wow. Brutal. I still haven't well beaten it. I what is this called, dude? I tried really hard at one point. Uh, Dirge of Cerberus you? Final Fantasy VII. Like I I I bought that game. I was really excited about it. Um, me and my sister were both like because we loved our Final Fantasy stuff. We loved yeah. Final Fantasy Seven. We we plugged it in. We started playing that game. I pl- I got all of half an hour into it, and I was like, no, no, this is not what I signed on to. No, then, no, like, it's not what anybody signed on to. We packed up the game you... straight from there and took it back to um where we bought it from. We just yeah. returned it. Yeah, luckily I'd already, nice. like, uh, a game that w- I felt it was at least most relatable to was no first-person shooters or anything like that, but uh, SOCOM. If you've ever played any of the SOCOMs on PSP or PS2, and I guess on PS3, though, they kind of killed it after that. Yeah. It was a lot like those, yeah. but, like, like maybe a quarter as good as SOCOM. Because SOCOM was amazing. SOCOM. I remember SOCOM. SOCOM. I, like... Uh, earlier, this uh, podcast listeners, when, when Spencer takes a quick break, we leave him disturbing messages so he can hear them later in editing. I just want to leave disturbing messages about how much I love SoCom. It is so good. SoCom, I love SoCom. Okay. <laughs> Their Cerberus was like 25% as good as that. And yeah. I remember being really stoked for Dirge Service. I found it on a road trip in the States, and yeah. like I never saw it. And I was so stoked because I saw it in the store, and I was like, whoa, more 7, because I love Final Fantasy You didn't know 7. about it before that, man? Oh. No, I knew about it, but I never found it, like, at stores. Like, it was always impossible to find because this is right when PS2 games were becoming more, like, 
less, more obsolete, more or less, like more impossible to find. You're um, full of lies. <laughs> I was. It you was hard right. to find. It was 2006. So the PS3 came out in 2006. So no, not, not in 2006. Uh, oh, you found, found it years like later. A couple years. Oh. Yeah, not r- right after. I yeah. retract my <laughs> earlier statement. Yeah, this was that's when that's why that it was when the PS2. It was like in 2000. It was much later, so the PS2 details, was details. like dead. <laughs> so when I found it, I was like, "Wow! Like I can never find this in stores. This is so cool." But did you like it? Well, I had to. I remember it was a painstaking. Like we were on a road trip, so I had to wait like seven days to play it, and I was like, "Oh, I want to get home and play it." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Oh man, I really want to rush this trip so I can play Dirge of Cerberus." Oh, I so, feel um, so bad for little you and, right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> no idea what's about to happen. The game, ah. Oh, like Kyle said, this like the story's de- like there's some interesting parts. It was the kind of game where you want to love it, so you like it yeah. a bit more than you should. That's so basically you try to Cerberus. You try, yeah, you're like I can't double, I can yeah. double jump. And I remember playing the gameplay. <laughs> the gameplay's yeah. lacking. The story's I was like, what is all right. This? <laughs> I I didn't give it any crutches for that storyline. I was like, this is bad. No, no, no. the beginning. You're, you're like, what the hell is going on? I hate this. I like how Forever. it wraps up. I just like how they had a, like a secret ending in there is- with Genesis. And he's like, yeah. oh, with Genesis, and, and then of course nothing happened because like the game didn't sell. It's like when a movie releases and it bombs at the box office, they don't make a sequel because it's going to bomb too. It's like yeah. Georgia Cerberus mm-hmm. it bombed, though. I guess it sold enough to cover its development costs because people were expecting it to be good. So a lot of people mm-hmm. bought it the first day, not knowing it was not good. <laughs> so not, not knowing it was a, a har- just a harrowing mistake. Yeah, so they didn't make the mistake again later on. So that's why Final Fantasy's sales have been suffering in recent years because people are like I'll wait till the reviews Scranks had yeah. a good thing going but then they're like then all their fans started waiting for reviews and then it got not so good yeah. and speaking of Final Fantasy Tsunomura the guy who came out of the cave with the belts and the colors <laughs> uh, I love that guy Kimura sometimes yeah he's, he's I always like his haircuts but uh, he was mentioning that there's a possibility, and by possibility, this is probably, probably a confirmation because he's the director. Um, is that confirmed? He must be the director on Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, yeah, he and Ty... He's always like the co-director on all these spinoffs, so he's at least a co. But Yeah, he's very Tetsuya involved. and co. <laughs> but he mentioned there's a possibility of lots of Final Fantasy characters in Kingdom Hearts 3. But he, but interesting note on here, he cite, he cites the powerful hardware of next-gen systems for that, which is really yeah. <laughs> either... Uh, you know, there's, there's say weird things across translations that sound weird to us. Like, really? That sounds really... Duh. And also, you could have done that on, like, NES. Like, I, I, or Super NES. When I played Final Fantasy VI, there was, like, 16 characters walking around that airship, man. No problem. I don't see I how a just... PS4 is going to help you, like, include, like, Sephiroth standing around looking pretty. I think he's just covering up for the fact that, like, other than Zack, there have been no Final Fantasy characters, like, at all. Yeah, you're probably spot on, but his reasoning is really dull. (laughs) It is. His reasoning should be, like, usually we keep them to Sony platforms, but uh, he doesn't want to say that. Yeah. I, I have a feeling it's it's probably because of Disney. Like Disney might not want its characters and Final Fantasy characters just sort of. I I don't. I would be surprised because I mean it, it's it's it hasn't been poorly received at any time that they've done it, and it's only only helped its reception and sales usually, or at least its notoriety. But I yeah. I would bet it's Sony because you know Sony is actually owns ten or twenty percent of Square Enix. Fun fact. Um, so they oh, do yeah. have a little bit of sway. Um, mm. And mm-hmm. these characters are, for the most part, have been on Sony platforms originally, unless they're like Lightning or uh, any. Well, I guess Final Fantasy XIV. Was that on Xbox 360? No, no, it's not no. Even on PS3. So, no, it's on PS, P, 
PC. So, yeah, for the most part, it's been on Sony stuff. So I feel like they've been sticking to that. So they're not, like, dragging their Sony fanboys over the DS necessarily. So I don't that know. That explains why the last Final Fantasy character was Zack on the PSP game. Yeah, exactly. Because the DS ones did not other than Moogles. So... Yeah, you kind of have to have the save points in there. So, yeah. but I mean, I'm looking forward to the Final Fantasy characters. I thought they were like some some of them yeah. felt jammed in there, obviously. <laughs> well, some were yeah. just like fun, but I mean, like any, you could argue that any of the the worlds are jammed in there when they're not necessarily. They're all <laughs> built true. around. Yeah, they're all built around that. So the same idea for the Final Fantasy characters inclusion. So I I would look forward to it. I hope it's not just a repeat of like uh, I wasn't too impressed in Kingdom Hearts two. I mean, some of them look good, some of them were great. I like Sid in particular. But oh my god, I was just about to bring up Sid. Like after you were done, yeah, exactly. Sid is my favorite add-in from the Final Fantasy series. Sid Sid can walk on water, basically. Yeah, Um, (laughs) he's gold. He's gold, and he's. I love how he has a toothpick instead of having a cigarette. cigarette. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, he's He's trying to kick the habit. But Sit like, down and drink your gosh darn tea, guys. Yeah, I feel I I, I hope they like they, I think the uh, my my gripe when I'm trying to get out uh, through my ums and ahs is in Kingdom Hearts two in particular, at least with Cloud and Sephiroth, I feel like they were just pulling from their stereotypical traits or lines or what people would expect if they were just thinking, well, what's Cloud like? They'd think of a few things. That's exactly yeah. what they put. They put the stereotypical Cloud in Kingdom Hearts two. Same with Sephiroth. So I'm hoping they like okay, we got that necessity out of the way to. To introduce, reintroduce them to the Disney fans who aren't who haven't played Final Fantasy. Now we can actually like use them as useful, interesting characters again, instead of just, just being a repeat. Because when they're a repeat, I don't feel like it adds a whole lot of value, or that's a bad term, but it doesn't add a whole lot of interest or mm-hmm. coolness to it. It's just, it just oh, they're there, sad. but if you really peel back the layers, you're like, but it's lame. I thought that Orin was really well done because they was. Even make hints, but it was funny. Make, like, I have never, I I, I played ten. But oh, I, I only played it for like three hours. I, I could Ten never beat so... uh, Sin underwater. I, I, oh god! I, I, I couldn't beat. I couldn't get past. I, I, I'm sure I could. I I'm I, I'm a pretty serious <laughs> game. Are you at least I used to be a pretty serious gamer, so I could. But I gave up. I was just like nah. And I started playing it like 2009. So Ten is so. <laughs> it looked good. old, mm-hmm. but. So my first introduction to Orin was in, alongside Hades in uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, and I was like, this guy's awesome! And there's it's even, cool. like, in Kingdom Hearts 2, they make hints that it's the same Orin from 10. Because if you yeah. have played 10, then you know that there's, like, the whole... Uh, spoilers. There's, Spoiler like, alert. world dream things. So they kind of hinted that, that it's the same Orin from 10, which is weird, because the mm-hmm. Tetis in Kingdom Hearts is not the Tetis in 10. But, no. But, yeah. um... So I thought that was really cool too, especially in the ending, Kingdom Hearts 2 ending spoilers, how it shows Orin like turn into the Pyreflies from 10, so it's like they just don't want to keep him alive. I thought that was well done as well. <laughs> it's like, we're going to kill you off in a polite way. <laughs> You'll look really cool, but we're yeah, still going to kill this, you off. <laughs> I mentioned this in an article on the site, but I really want them to tap into more pre-7 characters, because the only character they had pre-7 was in 2, and that was Setzer, and they did not do him very well. Yeah, it wasn't well done. And I, I can understand with their hesitation, because those characters are sacred, yeah. and they're not the ones who designed them. So, yeah. like Tetsuya still- came on in I think in Final Fantasy five or six as a uh, creature designer, and in seven he got promoted to be a, a character designer. But uh, you know, it was uh, what's the guy's a mono. Yeah. yeah, he was the designer before. And the writers were different, and he did um, a gorgeous job. Oh yeah, I, I'm still. Ups- uh, to- I, 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 my, my goal in life is to get like a really well made Terra printout by Amano. 
That would just be amazing. Yeah. Oh, be well, I mean, I've seen some really awesome cosplay of the Amano stuff, but yes. what I'm what I'm trying to get at is like the entrances to these characters that we were talking about from Kingdom Hearts, like where it would be like the very stereotypical Cloud or Sephiroth. Yeah, I feel like it suited them for the first game mm-hmm. because like it, it's sort of just hitting the market, and like people just want to be really excited and they look yeah. really cool. Yeah. But I feel like for Kingdom Hearts two, they're probably going to have to. Well, for Kingdom Hearts two, they had to step up their A game, and for three, they're going to have to make it like. So much better than that. Yeah, like I think it leads it. it, it the how two did it uh, in particular. Uh, it lends itself to people playing it for the first time, or and are not familiar with Final Fantasy, or people who are. Yeah, you know, as you said, just it just the general excitement. But I don't think you how, just want to get excited. Were, yeah, how they were brought yeah. in though, I don't think it lends itself to replayability, where you're still interested in this stuff. You're like, yeah, actually, the the stuff they had in two was kind of a repeat of Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Whereas hopefully in three, they'll take it a bit further, so it won't feel like something you've seen before necessarily. But I guess in two, we hadn't seen that stuff, you know, in some yeah. cases a decade. So it wasn't like it was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a repeat, man. It was a decade ago, so you know, it's, you can watch repeat very enjoyably. Yeah, and they're stable to do it, because I felt Zack was pretty well done in Birth by Sleep as well. Because he acted like Zack, but it, he really fit into Olympus Coliseum. Mm-hmm. So I felt that was really well done. Then he so, seems like he'd be Sora's uh, best friend any day of the week. Fits. And that's why, like, I don't want... I was thinking about, because I wrote an article about it, and I was thinking about who I want, and Max and I agreed that Snow would be perfect. Because Snow, from 13, is just he's like grown-up Sora. Yeah, I'm never a big fan of, of uh, Snow, because he just seems like a big dummy. But at the same time, he's sort of endearing, but... Not I know, uh, but like he acts like he acts like a Kingdom Hearts character. Yeah, yeah just think of Sora game. when he grows up and like everybody's matured and he's just like, <laughs> and he's I still. haven't matured yet. <laughs> no, I think Sora will. Yeah, I think he'll. Exactly. I think in Kingdom Hearts three will be like he'll he'll sit back and be like, man, I've been really dumb sometimes. <laughs> no, <laughs> but have I'm that epiphany that's what, and you're like, damn it, oh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what Snow is. So yeah, like if he Snow's came like, in, oh yeah. <laughs> They'd fit He'll see Snow is like, I could have been you, man. <laughs> Maybe that's what makes Sora grow up. Yeah, yeah you see Snow, he's like, it's man. Like, no, that's perfect. Like, oh, God. Oh, please. Oh, God. <laughs> God, God no. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All I want is a Kafka secret boss fight. Ooh. Secret? Does it have to be secret? Oh, well, okay. Not, but yeah, that would, I mean, I, if they can fit him into the story well, if they can fit him in the story well, that'd be great. But if they can't fit him in well, then I'd rather have him secret than shoved in. I can yeah. see him and Malif- Maleficent being buddies. Oh my gosh. Maleficent's you'd manipulate Maleficent. Maleficent, my dear. Maleficent. Yeah. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? When I played Kingdom Hearts, that was my first introduction to Maleficent. So I didn't. What? Uh, what, what, what story was she from? Like, was it Sleeping uh, Beauty, man? Sleeping Beauty. Okay, well, I may have seen that when I was a kid, but I totally forgot she existed, even when I was playing Kingdom Hearts. So I was like, who <laughs> is this? <laughs> I have no yeah, idea. I have an older sister, so I've seen all the Prince movies too many times. So <laughs> I, I, I knew, I'm pretty sure I, have. I knew her from my from my favorite candy shop in um in Disney. Maleficent's that just I go she's, to very often. She just is my favorite in. villain. She just looks so cool. Oh yeah, I liked just, her. Yeah, great I've design. Been partial to Frollo, and they did Frollo really. Oh God, well. Frollo's amazing. Oh, yes, he's so dark. Gypsy and cool. witch. <laughs> and sp- he's just so like genuinely heinous. He's just such a bad person. He's like a realistic Disney villain. He's he's so <laughs> scary. He is. Heinous, I think heinous is a character in the story. I was like, I don't remember the character named <laughs> heinous. I better not chime in right now because I'll be really embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll I'll stop it. wasn't I'll it hater? What was that kid in Twilight Town? Hainer. 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 Okay, yeah, there we go. He was not heinous, actually. <laughs> no, I liked him. He was a good guy. 
Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying, Kyle? Before I was <laughs> saying a segue. Speaking of characters, Norm Numura reconfirms just to uh, you know maybe he's a flaky guy and he has to reconfirm things because confirming it once isn't enough. But you know, like just confirming versus thirteen is going to be PS3 exclusive. Um, <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> uh, Numero reconfirmed that Kingdom Hearts three will not end the Kingdom Hearts series, but the arc that has been going until now involving Xehanort. So Sora will continue to be the na- main character into this game, but it'll be a little ambiguous what's going to go on afterwards. But needless to say, the series will continue, but Yay. this arc Yay. will be wrapping up in the next five to six years when Kingdom Hearts three comes out. Imagine a Kingdom Hearts after three that's gonna happen where they'll it'll be like a clean slate. Free you say that now, but we'll see. <laughs> no strings attached from the Xehanort saga, although I'm sure they will do it. It'll be it'll, like Kyrie's the main character. Kingdom Hearts now. three is gonna be Metal Gear Solid Four with the whole nano machines. They're just gonna throw something insane in and have like four hour long cutscenes about it. <laughs> You're like brother <laughs> Brother <laughs> Something about this, something about this tells me that like I can't think of it. I can't think of it without the characters that they've presented already. You say that now, but... Well, I guess that's true. I mean, we can't think of it. We won't know until we see the next thing, but... Mm -hmm. I'm sure it will be quality, just like... At least with their batting average, if you average them out with Final Fantasy, they've been pretty good. I mean, in recent years, that's been hurting their batting average, but overall, so... um, Mm -hmm. Though Kingdom Hearts has had a pretty good track record, I would say. At least compared to, like, its first release. They've been pretty consistent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no really horrible... Kingdom Hearts, and they, despite long waits and whatnot, they do, they are good at every year or so, giving something that's normally pretty decent to tide you over. Yeah, it's not, so, it, it, it's nothing I to necessarily leave a bad taste in your mouth. Like, some yeah. people, like, some of the spinoffs, they might have been like, yeah, that was, that was some yeah. good filler. It was quality filler, but otherwise it wasn't like, man, ugh. Yeah, I am sour. Well, I do. I am very, very fond of the side games because I actually I like them fleshing out this world and this story that they've made. Yeah, I mean they've mm-hmm. made such a complex, mm-hmm. twisted, weird, in a good way story that they're they can just take it in so many directions. Yeah, they're crazy. They keep, just keep adding like stuff to confuse me. I think mm-hmm. like time travel guys. Yeah, sweat like every other Tuesday. <laughs> like, I got another game idea. Unversed. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> did you guys hear that? Like, I think was it Nomura who like walked into the building after. Seeing um, Les Miserables, and he's like, "It's gonna be a musical, yeah. guys!" Yeah. <laughs> he was talking about that in an interview recently, I think. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I think somebody asked him. Uh, it was a Kojima-related question because they, a lot of people talk with Kojima, uh, the guy who made Metal Gear, uh, or continues to make Metal Gear. That he's he talks a lot about how he's influenced greatly by the wide variety of movies he he watches throughout his life, and they were asking him. Like Kojima, are you influenced by movies? And uh, Numero's like, oh yeah, totally. And so he started waxing. I wonder what about weird influences we're gonna Rabla. get. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of like weird influences he gets. Well, he said he likes horror movies. So yeah, you can see what is like saying, a very Evil playful, like young at heart and youthful idea that is Kingdom Hearts gets gets wound down into the the twisted blackness of the heart. <laughs> Perfect. In, in a lighthearted nuts. way. Of but course. Well, looking <laughs> looking at fun. how psychologically crazy a lot of his characters are, I could see him liking horror movies a lot. <laughs> Telling yeah. you guys, calling it now. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead Cage. I mean, have you lo- really looked, really looked at the Organization 13? Like, yeah, some of them are messed they're, up. They're a, little, mm-hmm. they're a little off their rocker. You know a, a funny thing that's just popping into my mind here? Like, I feel like a lot of this craziness, it's a lot of, like, flying loose ends around, but it feels like all of Kingdom Hearts is loose ends. It's 
just like we've gathered <laughs> all of the loose ends and we're like we made the ends longer now <laughs> that's really what it is too. and so we're when, <laughs> that's totally it too that it, is yeah, so oh when, my god when metal gear solid 4 was coming out people were like it's got so many loose ends to tie up and there's so much pressure on kojima to wrap up all these things and he did an extremely effective job at it but we're talking mm-hmm. about like kingdom hearts 3 ending the arc with xehanort and we're like, what loose ends, man? Uh, what, what are you talking about? That's like, that's like, that's a, it's a hard, it's a subjective topic when it comes to Kingdom Hearts. It's like, it's all loose ends, man. There's no loose ends to tie up. You'll be tying ends to ends. No. So <laughs> none of us are really going in and be like, done. they really need to tie up that part where Vexen's crazy. They just need to tell us about that. We're not, we're Yay! just like, no, they're crazy. Cool. That's, that's all I need to know. Well, they do bring him back. They do bring, um, like, not, this isn't even the spoiler. Like, this is just like, they, they go back into his storyline and they go, they go back into Alias and Yenzo and they need to do more because that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody's are cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. Mm-hmm. We need to know mm-hmm. more about the ones that have been mentioned. Yeah, and, and actually Numero was saying that the fans should look to Kingdom Hearts 3D, which I still personally have not played, but I want to. I, I'm, I'm like at least seven months behind on wanting to own a 3DS. There's so many games. Animal Crossing, Smash Bros. Animal Crossing, Kyle. I want to play 3DS. Animal oh, Crossing. God, please, no, not again. And so many other things, just all the things. And uh, he was saying that you should look to Kingdom Hearts 3D for hints toward the gameplay of Kingdom Hearts 3. So, Does that mean flow motion? Awesome. Whee! Finally. Yeah, I'll let you guys fill that in because I haven't played Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I played Kingdom Hearts 3D like long, like 2000. I played the uh, E3. I don't know if I had a name at the time, but that's the only time I played it. And <laughs> other than that, I have not played it. So Flow hmm. motion is basically something they introduced where you press like a button in air and then you dash. If you hit a wall, then you can bounce and you can kind of fly over the city. So when you're going through a city again or something or a world, then you can fly over it by like bouncing on walls and you can use it in combat. Like if you fly towards a, uh, say like a pipe going downstairs and you can grind on it and then you can uh, shoot over to a pole and you spin around and then shoot off and bounce. It's, nice. it's really fun and it does add like if you're if you want to get 100% in the game chances are you're running through worlds a lot like over and over and it really without being a fast travel more or less it really let you get places faster and it felt like really fluent and fun so oh, that's good yeah, I'm like the only person that doesn't like it I just I really like how the well I haven't play, actually played the game either I, I watched what? the cutscenes on it because I, I can't really afford a 3DS <laughs> but I watched the cutscenes on it, and what I did see it actually looked really cool. Yeah, yeah. Graphics on it look pretty awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed 3D. I would recommend it. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly. For when I get the monies. May I say, Kyle, your transitions are <laughs> perfect. I really have well. been well practiced. <laughs> hey, we, we're but, just so good at discussion that we should just move right into your discussion segment. <laughs> we should. Yes. <laughs> Keep <Anyways>. this <laughs> kingdom key rolling. Small shaped key. key. <laughs> I have a kingdom key over there. Keep this this terribly made mini game that has skateboards rolling. Yes. Hey, I like the, the orbs. The next kingdom orb, I think, I see over in your next segment. That's a good one. I like that. One. You get applause for that. You, that was good. All right, so like Kyle so well put it, we're gonna move into our discussion segment, which is about Sigbar because of the whole. There's a number two in the episode number. In the title. <laughs> <laughs> so, who wants to take the floor and then we'll all jump on it? I'll Great. try, um, why not? Okay. Zigbar. All of the um, What's his Anyways. deal? <laughs> I know, the whole, like, one-eye, crazy, talking about drowning goldfish thing. Now, did he die in Kingdom Hearts 2? I can't remember. I played it so long ago. Yeah. Yeah, because his fight was the one where they censored his scope to make it look less like a scope. When he yeah, I remember him. he was, like, in the distance then over top of you. I, I remember yeah. exactly, actually. That's one of my favorite mm-hmm. uh, organization fights. 
Yeah, because it would switch camera angles, so you could see like from his scope, and you'd be like, "Whoa!" and you try and dodge him. Yeah, yeah by it the was way, pretty inventive. The only yeah. one that was the only battle that I had to redo like twelve times. He was tough. Same here. Yeah, he was yeah. not easy. He, I, I didn't bad. have any trouble with Zaldin, but Zigbar, holy god! Yeah, the oh, yeah. first time I played too, I played on it was Proud Mode. That's the name of it, right? Yeah, and I that so, yeah. God, it was not easy because I was like Kingdom Hearts. I can, oh, this, oh, I better start on Proud Mode. It's probably made for being really easy, and Proud Mode was not easy. Oh, yeah, Zigbar the, um, was the crown of that difficulty. The crown gem of all assholes, so I'm basically. I'm just the only one who died to Zaldan. Likeable assholes. What's that? So I'm just the only one who died to Zaldan then. You guys are all way more pro. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got to play as Mickey, whatever. I probably uh, died to Zaldan. Yes, yeah, he's the guy the with like, eight lances, yeah. right? Yeah, the guy with the lances. Oh, yeah. That guy was a toughie. It was a good trade-off. Just not tough, tough enough, yo. I really dreaded him. That was a good pun. Nah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it took me a second. But, um, to pick that up. You guys are so punny today. <laughs> That's Kyle for you. That's fantastic. You're like taking our pun powers beyond. Beyond. Yeah. Zigbar is the one that, like, unexpectedly, like, one of the catalysts for the crazy that's going on in this storyline. Yeah, yeah, I love right. that. He's got, like, his too. own motives, right? Hmm? He's got, like, his own motives. Really, so he gives off that vibe. You just never really know what he's doing. Oh, he lie. definitely has his own mm-hmm. motives, and I kind of yeah. like that. We Especially need to he went and like killed that. him, <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's like, "Damn it, that really screws up my plans." Especially in Birth by Sleep, he's like, "You have no idea what to expect." Mm. He's kind of crazy. Is he like he's... the Snape of Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, except he's never really. <laughs> he's um, never nice. Good. Except you mm-hmm. kind of sus- suspect that he's not on your side instead of actually being <laughs> on your side. Like I, I know that. Well, Kyle, you haven't played through Dream Drop Distance. No, but spoil away. Okay. Yeah, well, spoiler, spoiler alert, guys. Um, yeah, like, when when he appears with Sora at the end, that, that really threw me for a loop. When he's like, when he was like revealing the plan that they had all along, pretty much. Yeah, the whole vessel that was plan. yeah the vessel. Basically, plan. I'll sum it up. So Xehanort, there's like all these Xehanorts, and they introduce like time travel in um 3D. But basically, the huge battle that is going to be between the seven lights, which so far are Sora, Riku, and Mickey, and then we'll probably be like Kyrie, uh, Lee, Terra, and Aqua. Donald. <laughs> well, they're all Keyblade wielders, but um, Donald. Max, Goofy. But so they're gonna be fighting the thirteen vessels, which are all gonna be like vessels for Xehanort. And Sora was supposed to be the last one because uh, Sora gets lost in his sleep in 3D because they're the whole time they're asleep because they're trying to, to awaken worlds so that they can become Keyblade Masters as part of the test. Mm-hmm. So uh, he gets too deep into his sleep, Sora. So Riku has to go save him. And when he gets really deep in, Xehanort's there, and Xehanort tries to take him over, but the, everyone saves Sora mm-hmm. because Xehanort wants him to be the last, his like the thirteenth vessel. So, we don't know who all of them are yet, because they were all in cloaks, but Zigbar is one, Xemnas is one, Ansem was one, I believe, like Ansem from Kingdom Hearts 1, Ansem, and huh. uh, everyone else cloaked. So, Zigbar was there, and Zigbar is supposedly a vessel, so he was kind of big and 3D. Now you guys, I really hope that the other vessels aren't like the other Awakened Nobodies. That would oh, suck. That would suck. I know, because I want to <laughs> learn so much more about them. I know, and I want new people, like cool new designs for crazy people. Yeah. Yeah, new people for me to become obsessed with. Was, no was, crazy uh, Dream Dot Distance was that uh, in before or after Kingdom Hearts two? After two, it's the it's the only it's like literally in the credits. If you hit because there's a weird little mini game during part of the credits where you're diving and you can hit certain gold letters. If you hit them all, it spells out and then it shows you this leads to Kingdom Hearts three. So it's like right going okay. into three. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It goes coded then three then three D. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but, definitely 3D is way more important than a lot of people thought it would be. Um, yeah, what I thought was really strange was because like this character, I had not really been expecting. It. Like when you first meet him, I thought that he was just going to be your token like old dude sort of guy yeah. that they would expect yeah. of like he basically dude. looks like an old surfer guy, and you don't really expect much from him. But then he ends up being like this hugely pivotal character, which is really crazy. I, yeah. I love that fact about him. Yeah, he always mm. struck me as like a samurai meets like a cowboy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just Japanese know these things. Cowboy. Reformed surfer. <laughs> That's what I cowboy. thought. Snow, snow, snow is the surfer of the Square Enix franchise. <laughs> Square Enix. He is totally the surfer. Right? Now that you say that, though, I, there can be multiple surfers. There's a lot of waves out there. Can't they surf together? Jeez, it's like a the happy yeah, Square Enix actually, surfing true. family. <laughs> the happy wave. Like happy forever. <laughs> And then betray Sora and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. Time. Speaking of betrayal, I kind of want to see an or- like a bunch of organization members revolt against the organization. Didn't they do that? They should in, like, have. Cody? Lee did in no three uh, D. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not saying like no. no, I'm not yeah, saying Lucia and them were going to yeah. Oh, three, I'm not five, saying eight, like days, one. I'm not saying individuals, but like half the organization. Well, like, I have I have this creepy suspicion that like everyone who was who well everyone who was sent to chain of, the chain of memories castle of oblivion they were they were meant to die and we yeah. know that that's yeah. canon. But like the the reason as to why like the the basement trio probably because they knew too much and then like the above the above ground duo I guess is because they were planning on taking over. Yeah, so, like, like they like the all had reason to revolt and that was why they were sent away. Exactly. I think I think it was. Uh, they mentioned at one point that like the the people above ground were trying to take over the organization, and the people below ground were trying to beat the people above ground after they take the organization or something, wasn't it? So that because weren't they making plans against Marluxia, who was making plans against the organization? Or okay. did I imagine that? Well, they were making plans against Marluxia because Marluxia was planning on taking them over. If you had to give a eulogy for Zigbar, what would you say? Uh, Zigbar was insane, but he had cool guns. You're telling this to his family. They're grieving. This is what you <laughs> Oh, saying? well, I thought this was to the organization members. Uh-huh. And they'd just be like, ha, what a kidder. <laughs> what an ass. <laughs> what an <laughs> ass. <laughs> well, I, he was cool, and he was a samurai cowboy, and that's always a good thing. Yeah. And he no, it's gotta places. be places. Like, he had a scar, so you could tell he's been around. He had an eye patch, and really, an eye patch. He's missing an eyeball. The whole thing. He was the big boss. The whole thing, not the just thing some of like, it. Plucked no. out, Kill Bill style. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> I what I find interesting is the fact that he is one of the three original guards, and yet uh, neither Dylan nor Alias seem to trust him at yeah. all. Like though they can, Dylan and Alias can communicate through a nod. Like they're like bros. They've got a bromance going on there like crazy. But, like, um, Bragg, they do not trust in the slightest. Like, he's never even in the picture with them. Zigbar and Bragg, he kind of feels like a bounty hunter almost. Like, he's not really part of, like, any community there, but he's trusted by the leader because, like, the leader... I'm not saying he's a bounty hunter, but because, like, the leader is the one who hired him. Not that Zigbar's hired, but what I'm saying is, like, that's the kind of dynamic there is. Well, Well, yeah, but I mean, like... He didn't just show up like, hey, yeah. I'll take people out. But that's kind of dynamic. There's a, it feels like people don't trust him, but Zemnis does. And Zigbar doesn't even, like, knows that people don't trust him, and he's okay with it. Yeah, he almost jokes around about it. But, like, I feel like the whole draw of him, I feel like the perfect way to describe this character is the fact that he's a wild card. Like, you don't know where his loyalties Mm -hmm. lie. Yeah. (laughs) I always pictured him, like, when when he was Bragg, as, like, that guard that was hired off the streets when he used to be, like, a thief. (laughs) Yeah. So that the people running the guard could have someone to do their skeevy business. (laughs) That's just how I've always imagined this character. Get that guy. Yeah. yeah. If he gets caught, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, he'll do our crap. Yeah. 
and, and he's experienced, so hopefully he won't screw it up. And then he raised time. to the second best, highest organization member. Hmm. Yeah, well, I think that's the only reason why is because like he was with Xehanort from the beginning. Like they were plotting from square one, and I have yeah. my creeping suspicion that they they were tearing apart the apprentices from the beginning too. Like like Brig was probably in there with uh, Dylan and Alice, making them like distrust each other, and then there was Xehanort tearing apart like Ienzo and Evan and uh, Master Ansem. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure that they had they had their bases covered. Hmm. It would really it would be the smartest way to though? do things for them. Were they really planning that far ahead though? I mean, the, if they wanted that much power, I guess so. Yeah, well, it's possible. Like I like to think about things a lot. So, but they were like just realizing what heartless were. I mean, let alone. Well, I'm, but but Xehanort Xehanort was somewhere in um wait okay Xehanort was in young Xehanort's subconscious at the time. So when okay. he started to wake up to the fact that he wanted to, you know, spread darkness around the world, I suppose that's when he would start plotting against everyone. All right. I, I know it's a tough sell for that one. So though. yeah, we do. Have, we have, really we do cool. have time travel in the mix, I suppose. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Please justify my crazy headcanons. <laughs> please, please do. I think in Kingdom Hearts, everyone needs to have like crazy theories because I'm sure one of them will be true because it's Nomura. Yeah. All of mine will be true <laughs> forever. Well, Yay. Alright, so does anyone have anything else to say about Zigbar? He cray. He's I would crazy. love to have a drink with Zigbar. Yeah, me too. He's a fictional character. It makes me he's sad. Pixels. Kind of lame that he's just pixels, but hey. Like, we don't mention that he's a fictional character. <laughs> he's very sensitive about He's that. not real? <gasps> no! He's real in my heart. Oh god. <laughs> my life went over. Waifu. His family will be very shocked to hear that. <laughs> He never existed. On that note, I think we should move into the playlist on the note of Zigbar waifus. Into our playlist. So, for since Kyle might not know, the playlist is basically where you talk about what you've recently done of note. That's a very interesting segment name. I was so lost. I was like, are we about to like jam out? Because I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, guys. Kyle, you can go. You can go last. Oh, I can uh, go so first we'll in terms of like, playing stuff. I, oh, thought, like, okay, I, I can't. I can't add to any sort of like music selection. <laughs> Oh no! Like playing games, whatever. Like all, yeah. Basically, like the list of what you've played slash done. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> so I guess we should start with our guest then, Kyle. Can oh yeah, you start? I'm a guest. That's right. Guest. I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Doors always there open. We there we go. But I'm ching. It was a pun. <laughs> You're Thank so you punny. I try. This is my favorite episode. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I haven't played a whole lot of games recently. I've been very busy this past year. I've been in school, or went back to university. I've been working on this video comic forever. If you know me from my Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts podcast, back in the day, I think I haven't done that since like 2010. I tried briefly in 2012, I think, but that was short-lived. But I've been working on a video comic since then. I've been tied up forever with that. I've been doing that like a hundred times more than I've been playing games. But recently, uh, my friend... Francesca started an internship at this game, small game studio in New York City uh, called Muse Games, and they make a game that's on Steam for about 20 bucks called Guns of Icarus Online. And what it is is, you know how anybody who played the earlier Final Fantasies, I guess all the way up till like, 9... Or t- I didn't play 10, so I don't know, but airships. You, you just love the concept of airships. You're like, man, I wish airships existed because they yeah. would be so amazing. Yeah, I would spend would five times more than it costs to buy a car if I could just own an airship. Just a little personal one. <laughs> it could be steam-powered or mist-powered. I don't care. 
Guns of Icarus Online, it's like, basically, you know how a lot of online games, they start with a lobby and whatnot? Well, you you start out on a couple teams in the lobby, and when you load into the game, it's airship battles. So your your team in the lobby is your your crew on an airship. And the, say there's two teams, red and blue, I think is usually what it is. And say there's three airships per uh, team. It's like each are, are live people playing the game. And say, for example, there's one that's a gunner. So they'll man the guns. There's like flamethrowers and machine guns and stuff positioned around the ship. So you have to move first person style around the ship to get to different guns. They aim in different directions. So like the front mounted gun can't shoot backwards, etc. Or there's an engineer because people are constantly trying to kill you. So you're like putting out fires and you're... You're fixing the hole and trying to make sure the balloon doesn't explode and kill you all. And then there's the pilot. And I've been playing this game recently with them. And it's just so fun. You should definitely check it out. Guns of Icarus Online. It's just like... It's like exactly the airship fantasy you would want to play. And they're doing a great job. It's 20 bucks, which is pretty good, I would say, for what you get. But then you can, like, customize your character. I wasn't so hot on that, because you're, like, first person, so I can only see my hands anyway. Other people can see me, but I never get to appreciate the customization I do to my own character, so... And that's pretty much the entire game. It's just like, you know how in Call of Duty or any FPS you might play, there's a bunch of different match types, like King of the Hill or Capture the Flag or Deathmatch or Team Deathmatch, all that stuff. It's kind of like that. So there's a bunch of different modes you can play, and you just go at it and kill each other. And then you gain levels, and you get cooler looking things and that's basically that the game awesome. it is super awesome that I wish more people owned it. it's really yeah. fun i mean oh, it can suck cool. when you have really like it's good when you have an enthusiastic crew because it's funny when you're playing and you're just screaming about what's going wrong in your ship but if there's people who take the game too seriously or, or are super quiet it's just not as fun because then you're like like playing a very silent because then you know that someone's <laughs> plotting to kill you <laughs> yeah it can be yes. very exciting yes. So I'm sure, like uh, you guys, you guys are enthusiastic. So you guys would love it if you get if you play together. But it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's like I, it, you can imagine, like where Square Enix stopped making all, all their games are good. Now just some of their games are good. It's like these guys picked up where they left off. It's like, all right, we'll fill in for the good games that are somewhat lacking. Here's a great airship battle online game that Square Enix should have made a decade ago. It's awesome. It actually sounds fantastic. It does sound like a lot of fun. It is great. I mean, it's it's simple, but very great. It's just great. And you can switch between your your role on the ship. So I played Engineer a whole match. I just love doing it because you're repairing the engines and stuff. And uh, your team's screaming. You're like, get on the left engine. We can't move. We're we're dead in the water. (laughs) Like, I'm trying. It's on fire. Oh, my God. And then you blow up and you all die. And they're like, oh, it's all your fault, Kyle. It's like, you guys got us into this situation. It's great. That sounds awesome. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah. And that's all one, I have played in like the last like, three months, I think. I've been very desperate quick, to get a 3DS. One quick question on that game, though. Is there a built-in voice chat? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, I mean, it's about to say, if not, to be... <laughs> it's pushed to talk, so it's kind of annoying sometimes, but it's also good because I swear a lot. So, <laughs> But my friends, I can swear around, so that's not too bad. Yeah. I feel like they just laugh at you. Laugh at you stupidly they laugh like with I me, and right they swear now. back. It's great. It's like a meta game, swearing. You it's, should try it's it. Like, it's like a brotherhood of just obscenities. Yes. <laughs> it's great. Listeners, I, I highly recommend swearing. It's like the meta game of your life. It's hard not to if you're video gaming. I'll no, you're like, yeah. mother! You're like, yes, honey! It's like, no, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> What could you possibly be talking about? Fun, <laughs> fun times. Yeah, and that is. I think swearing just comes with the trade of playing video games. But much like driving. 
It's like, I'm yeah. a gamer and I don't swear. It's like, well, we found our liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have never played with friends I'm or played Ninja Gaiden, so... Well, you've yeah. just never played, have you? <laughs> have fun with Pac-Man. <laughs> hey, I swear a lot. Hey, don't even say that. My friends and I went to Wonderland, and there was competitive Pac-Man, and it got very heated very oh, quickly. That can get and I'm physical. surprised we're still oh, friends. Lordy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, is that all that you've done, Kyle? Uh, well, all I've done gaming-wise. I've done a lot of the things, but uh, yeah. <laughs> gaming, I'm, I'm always I'm kind of perpetually disappointed with myself that I, I don't play more, but I just haven't had the, the time. It just gets robbed away from me with these video comic things and whatnot. But after I finally get this thing released, because uh, it's a huge bird, a huge load to deal with, but then I can finally catch up on so many games. Like, I have a huge pile of shame. Well, I guess it's theoretical. I haven't bought the games yet. So, I've been wasting <laughs> the money on a pile of shame. Or I didn't cry myself to sleep during the Steam sale this summer. I have a Mac, <laughs> so it kind of helps. So I was looking at Borderland 2 with a long face. But, uh, there's so much I want to play. It's a whole world out there for it's me to discover. It's a whole world out there. Yeah. I feel like Sora is just embarking on an adventure. <laughs> so we got to wait a tie couple in. months. Yeah. Good time. I try. I'm really uh, relentless with that. <laughs> <laughs> with that, we will go to Aiden. Oh, will you? Okay. Well, will. Or will you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for the most part, I've been playing a lot of stuff on my 3DS. Not to like try to rub that in Kyle's face or anything. Oh, you can't. Um, <laughs> Animal Crossing. It's too late. Uh, actually, I've been slowing down on Animal Crossing because I was except pl- when we play, yeah. What? Yeah. Well, no, I still I still play. Are you but feeling I'm well? <laughs> slowing yeah. down. There's no such thing as stopping Animal Crossing. There's just slowing. Yeah, because I got um Fire Emblem, and of course oh, I I've, still... I've been playing a lot of that, and then I got um Shin Megami mostly just because of the whole the uh, Club Nintendo deal. Because mm-hmm. if if you bought Fire Emblem and Shin Megami, you got thirty dollars of the in store credit. So I figured, you know, whatever. May as well. So I've been playing Shin Megami recently because I already beat Fire Emblem. And I just got Shin Megami like a week, a week ago. And so far, it's definitely a different experience than I've had before. Because I, I haven't played these types of games before. So it's it's definitely different. I'm not sure how I feel about it right now. Because, like, at times I'm really into it. And at other times I'm just like, I don't want to play this. What style of game is it? Uh, It's like Persona. Okay. I've been to- oh, really? I've been told. I've been told. I mean, I, I haven't played Persona. Without so like, the battle-wise somewhat, but without the whole social system. Yeah. Unless, is is there the whole social system? No, like there's the not really. Day? Okay. No, yeah, there's I like... I played a game called Shinigami Tensei Demon Summoner at some point. And it was... Yeah. Yeah. Same series. Okay. Yeah. See, that's interesting, because yeah. I've heard a ton about uh, Fire Emblem, and I've heard that it's very good, but I've heard next to nothing about Shin Megami. Mm-hmm. There's a crossover of them coming out on Wii U eventually. What? Shin Megami cross Fire Emblem, so... Yep. Uh, Fire Emblem's known for when your units die, unlike most RPGs, they're dead forever. And Shimigami Tensei 4, or not 4, but in general, is known for punishing difficulty. So if you combine those elements, yes. that game is probably going to be about two minutes long. Yeah, it's going to like a big rage quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I that started sounds this- like, you know, 3DS plus wall. <laughs> <laughs> I started the game off, and I was just like, Oh, okay. It's just a, it's just an RPG. I've played these before. I know what I'm doing. Right. So I was just like, just skip a lot of t- tutorials about stuff that I already know, and then I'm just like, I have to restart just to l- look at the tut- tutorials again, don't I? <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh yeah, you messaged me and you're like, this is impossible. Yeah. Th- it <laughs> How was, do you do this? <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, those but, um, heavily text-based tutorials make me wanna. Yeah. Put an eye patch on after yeah. working an eye out. Yeah, see, the it, problem is, though, like, you usually really have to read them. Like, you can't skip them. Yeah. yeah. 
And there's like this annoying um, AI called Burrows. She's not annoying, but she is during tutorials. And instead of doing it like one long tutorial, it was just like slowly introducing things. So it was just like you move a couple steps, something would happen, and be like, "Here's a new tutorial for you." It's like, "Hey, oh, by God. the way, here's a new tutorial for you." Like, so it's just like I, I got away. I got irritated. And I learned how to use the fast forward button. So I yeah, have you guys seen the um? There's a flash animation that's based around. Uh, I think it's Mega Man X. I love and that it's game. Like, yeah, no, no, no. A lot of people love that game because it's a genuinely really good game. But it's like it's making oh, fun t- of a lot of tutorials that are you talking about sequel? Yes, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> no, he made a really good video about like tutorials these days and how they yeah, really it was like aren't it was the, the tutorial was baked into the the game design of the yeah. first level, and mm-hmm. you didn't yes. need to be telling people stuff because they could just easily figure it out by these little things that happen without people even noticing it's being taught to them. Yeah. Well, that was oh, see, yeah. It's like you just recited that. That was, that was that was pretty amazing, dude. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know exactly. Delightful. I have watched that thing so many times. It's hilarious. It's awesome. <laughs> and he yells like this, and it's amazing. <laughs> Riding on cars. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of energy, guys. Yeah, energy. Uh, Aiden, <laughs> what were you doing, Aiden? <laughs> but um, Sorry, Aiden. yeah, just. Lots of Shin Megami, lots of Fire Emblem. Wasting away all of my time into portable gaming <laughs> as I sit in uh, one spot, not moving it whatsoever, which yeah. ruins the fact be. that it's portable. <laughs> That's <laughs> life, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I like magically lose the patience for anything when I go in a car or plane. I'm just like, ugh. Like, yeah. I'll try to play a portable game in the car and I'll just be like, ugh. No, no, I can't look, either. Like, I, I used to ride the, the Greyhound, like, nuts. I used to live, like, two hours away from all my friends because I moved, and I'd take it every uh, every other weekend. I'd ride for, like, two or three hours just to get there. And I I couldn't read anything. I, I, I can never pay attention. It's the being in motion. I'm just like, no, I, I gotta look out the window. I, I know, and it's so boring to look out the window it's- sometimes, like, after you've driven a thousand times, but you can't help it. What I find hilarious is I do some of my best drawing work when I'm in motion. Like, when I'm in the car, when I'm in the bus, when I'm on a plane. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hilarious. Like, I, I will really draw well. Yeah, I find people to people, it's like bipolar. It's like one. It's like either it's a great opportunity or it's like a total waste of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're I need to see this there. window. Stop it, guys. <laughs> Stop like, it. Everything's moving, man. I never get to experience this. It's trippy. Look at all the trees. <laughs> I think tree, 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 <laughs> tree, 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 tree. I'm basically the dog from Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> uh, for me, it's the fact that I mostly do stuff with screens. So, I mean, you get all that glare and it's just like, oh, oh yeah. it's not, it's not uh, worth trying to look past it. Is glare yeah. bad on the DS outside? The 3DS? Somewhat. Cause I it's remember really getting, bad when you uh, have 3D. Yeah. Parts 3D. Oh. Yeah, I got 3D like an hour from my house and I tried to play it in the car and I just couldn't see and I couldn't hear it. So I was just like, ugh. So I had to wait. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, my life sucks. I can't play in the car. <laughs> uh, I have to wait a whole hour to play a DS game. <laughs> First uh, world problem. In 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even use the 3D. I totally waste that opportunity. Uh, anyway. like the um, Nintendo's PSP. Not that yeah, that's a bad thing. Yeah. The PSP has some great stuff. Anyway, Aiden, have you been doing anything else? Other than working uh, working at my job. I get to quit soon, actually. I'm really excited. Nice. That's always a great feeling. Three days left there, and then oh, I can nice. finally quit. Great. <sighs> not wait. Yay. No more food service for me. Anyways, um, yeah, I swear I'm that off going a long time ago too. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going up to college soon, probably by the next episode. Nice. Wow. Man, yeah. yeah, that's studying? Just out of That's crazy, huh? <gasps> what are you studying? Psychology. Nice. Yes, I'm Clearly going for a um, fan. 
Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. For like um, for becoming a psychologist. But I've also kind of been considering experimental, depending on how it goes. Yeah, it's a long, long commitment for sure. But it can yeah, be eight years. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I spent about yeah. that much time in school. I don't regret it. Yeah, I mean, school should be fun. There. No, schools can <laughs> school can be pretty great if you stay on the ball. Well, mm-hmm. for the cool kids, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, <No. laughs> other than that, just you know, I have to start packing soon. I could lie <laughs> and say that I've already started packing, but my room's still just a giant mess. <laughs> <laughs> I've moved so many times. I always start moving like three hours before the day of. So it'll be like 9 p.m. I'm like, I guess I should start with the boxes. <laughs> that would drive me nuts. I have to have like everything organized. Well, oh, I've moved so many times that like room. I've cut down on the amount of stuff I have to move. So special case. But I feel you, Aiden. <laughs> so with that, if that's it, then I guess we'll move to Grace. Yay! Okay. You guys, uh, this isn't necessarily a game that I've been playing, but I did go back to it after this happened. Now, where I live around in Philly, there was a big old orchestra event where they played all of the Zelda songs. Oh, that's awesome. And it was phenomenal. It was so good. Like, I had so much fun. Zelda was like my my gateway into the gaming world. Like, it was the beginning craziness that started all this obsession. Like, Zelda right. is, is amazing to me. I love Zelda. I love Zelda almost on the... Well, yeah, I love Kingdom Hearts. It's all about the same level of fandom that I love them. Yeah, same. I but still like, own all my, like, portable Zelda games. Oh, all my God. the portable God. ones were the best. They were. They were wonderful. Mish and that's Cat. because, like, all the, all the portable ones are based off of all the original ones, which mm-hmm. are, like, way harder. Yeah. yeah and yes. Capcom helped out with a lot of the portable ones. Ridiculously yeah. hard. But, yeah, they, it, was, it was so beautiful, you guys. Like, I'm such a nerd, but I loved it. It was so good. No, and I'm waiting for that inspired. concert to come around to Toronto. I saw the Final Fantasy yeah. Distant Worlds one, and it was, like, one of the most beautiful experiences of my life because it was just yes! so... It was. Just, I can't even amazing. describe it. It was just like you're. You feel like you're in heaven and paradise, and they're playing your favorite music. And you're just yeah. like, what the hell? Is it's going just absolutely on? perfect hearing all that music for yourself. And it's like going through your childhood. Like they played Gerudo Valley, and I was like, I thought that these characters were the coolest characters ever when I saw them. <laughs> and it's like so the, powerful. Yeah, because it's just Whatever. pure music. It's like <clears throat> you can't even imagine it compared to anything you've heard on headphones or speakers. It's just it. Yeah. You're like God. The <laughs> graphics on that orchestra they're just awesome no oh, i'm kidding <laughs> i could almost touch them if i wasn't 100 feet away i feel like they're right there <laughs> yeah. god what and she pulled out she conducted with the wind waker really? i was what? so happy oh that's so cool it was so cute oh my god it was so amazing you guys if you have a chance to go and see like this zelda symphony yeah. do it it my was my friend i think just saw it near washington or baltimore like yesterday so oh my god I'm very jealous wonderful. Whenever I hear of the Zelda one, though, I always hope that they'll make a Nintendo one, like, in general, too. Because I love Zelda a lot, but, like, it'd be, it'd just be like just as co- cool to see, like... Koji Kun, or whatever his name is. Koji yeah. Kondo. Like, imagine seeing, like, Earthbound Miyamoto. songs, or F-Zero songs, mm. or all these mm. amazing franchises, and seeing them all, like, up there. Just and do then, a like, Smash Bros. Symphony. Well, yeah, yeah Smash Bros. Symphony. Have Perfect. you heard the Smash Bros. OST? Yeah, the oh. Smash Bros. Melee, when that first came out, when I was just playing, I was like, guys, shh, shh. I just want to hear this. <laughs> oh, I would go on the Onet stage every single time, no matter no, how. No, or that gigantic Zelda stage. And I was yeah, like, the yes. temple. Amazing. Yes. The temple. Yeah, no, the oh. the song that was for that, and when they re when they redid it, when they had the orchestra actually do the the orchestrated version of it, yeah. it was amazing. Like it's oh beautiful. 
They yeah. did a gorgeous <sighs> job. And it'd also be a really good chance to bring all these... Because people don't know, but Nintendo has a lot of underrated franchises that people just don't even know about. And if they and some of them have really good music. So, like, say they would play, like, Golden Sun music. Or, like, uh. well, Kid Icarus has gotten better known. Mm-hmm. If they were to play, like, Kid Icarus music and all this cool stuff, and, ugh... It'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah I think you're just all about Earthbound, right? You just really want some Earthbound. I really want to see Earthbound music. You really just wish this whole podcast was talking about Earthbound right now. A little bit. No! Little bit. <laughs> what about my Kingdom Hearts? Earthboundworld.net. Mother3world.net. Speaking yeah. of which, that would be another thing that they should do is a, a Kingdom Hearts version of this, the, of the um, orchestra yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, what's the composer's name? What's her face? Yoko oh, Shimura. God. Yeah, 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 her. Yeah, that'd be amazing. That would be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what else have you done, Greg? <laughs> um, other than that, I've just been up to just the usual like drawing stuff and being boring. That sounds like fun. Working. And well, I mean, I did go back to the Zelda games, but of course, like it's just going back. I need to finish up Twilight Princess. I really do. Oh, I, I do still too. haven't played that. that horrible that game. Yeah, I I got up to like I don't know if you guys will be up to this or not. I just got past the ice level. I got to the forest temple and gave up. <laughs> it's a tough game. <laughs> I think I think Twilight Princess out of all the newer ones is more so based around how how difficult the older ones were. A uh, same with Wind Waker. Wind Waker was another more difficult one just in its vastness. It's it was, a very I vast thought it was world. so funny. Like uh I, I love when there's a good quality side quest in a game, especially in Zelda. And you know when you have to collect the Triforce pieces I thought that was a side quest I just started stumbling into them and I was like doing the puzzles in that hut and everything mm-hmm. and, which I totally loved I was like it's like this whole game they spent millions of dollars probably tens of millions of dollars making this incredible game and I was like I just love this puzzle picture in the hut I could just play this for hours <laughs> and so I collected all the Triforce pieces and I thought I was going to unlock like the best sword in the game or something I was like wait that was critical to the story I had to do that I was like oh damn it I thought that was a choice too when I started doing that I remember yeah, because I, I thought like, that I was I just such doing a, a mini game. I feel like you know Final Fantasy Nine when you you get the the elite cho- chocobos and you do all the games and whatnot and you dig all that stuff up. I thought it was gonna be like that. Okay. Um, whereas like I'm hot shit, but no, you had to do that to beat the game. I was like, oh snap, <laughs> it was hard. And by the way, that Ganondorf fight, I remember actually it being quite emotional. Yeah. Like, he yeah. actually poses really a good well argument for what he was doing. I forget what it was now, but I, I remember totally that forget. he poses something really cool. I never finished Wind Waker. You're I'm sorry, dude. You know, we were friends up until now, but... <laughs> I never I never got to play it other than at friends' houses because I didn't have a game. You know, that sounds like a lot of excuses. It um, does. It does. But hey, you, might, you can redeem game. yourself because they're making Wind Waker HD, and I know, the I'm whole world will be saved. I'm trying to well, Kyle, then you'll hate me because I, I don't even like Zelda. Well... Oh! Oh! Oh, well, you just, just stabbed me. Up. You just, just stabbed me. Dropped the mic again. Well, I guess you didn't. I was just like, you broke my mic. No, you no, you didn't drop any mic. You dropped the ball. Aiden, <laughs> yeah. you dropped the ball. You're you missing out, dude. And yeah, I, I have you have you like did you tr- which ones have you tried? Ocarina, Phantom Hourglass, and um, oh, Phantom Hourglass is awesome. I kind uh, of enjoyed that one, but I had my off and ons with it. And there's yeah, one more. Yeah, I never finished it because I was like, I have to go back to the temple again. Oh. That was the first one I ever beat, and I was really proud of myself. So maybe that's why. <laughs> I really want to try Spirit Tracks. I, mean, I do I pl- too. I played someone else's Wind Waker. I think it was. I didn't like it, so I stopped. I never got to own it's it. A, it's a big, open, time-consuming world out there. It's all mostly I just water. remember. Yeah, Wind I Waker is just it at- huge. It is very vast. Like it, it's intimidating. Oh yeah. And like I you wouldn't remember. think so. It's one of the heavier games for being 
so so cartoony light <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i was yeah. playing it at friends houses and thinking that the sailing was the coolest thing ever you were correct because i've like, never seen sailing in a game before so i was like whoa like you're on a boat and you're actually controlling it <laughs> i'm on a boat <laughs> this is amazing <laughs> uh, everybody look at me because i'm sailing on a boat yeah like that was you spencer <laughs> you inspired that song Yes, that you was did. And that you was all you, Spencer. I was, I was friends with the Lonely Islands people. That, they're the houses that I played Wind Waker at, They could have put you through college, but you passed could've. on it. Because I never finished Wind Waker. It all goes back to that. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Serious, he never played it. I never That's owned exactly it. If right. I owned it, I would play it really hardcore. You gotta own it, man. You gotta, you gotta own, own it. it. I'll own find up, it man. one day. One day I'll find it. What are you it, doing like, playing wow. all this crazy Animal Crossing stuff? Go yeah, back to Wind Waker. Hey, at like do not even critique. Go to back to Crossing. Wind Waker. Do not even critique Animal Crossing. I'm not critiquing. I'm just saying. Gotta play <laughs> the classics. Not that, not that you can really consider Wind Waker a classic, but I still love oh, it. it's almost there. If you think about it, that was two generations ago now. Almost. Whoa, you're right. <laughs> I am old. I am not. I am old. <laughs> Old Greg. Old woman. Oh, old Greg. <laughs> anyway, uh, before I do my here. old Greg uh, impression for 25 minutes. <laughs> Did you do anything else? Uh, oh, as uh, no, I think <laughs> I think from there on out, it's just me being boring. So. That uh, is very time consuming. I can attest to that. I know. God. Like, I gotta so check tedious. my bookmarks again. <laughs> gotta check those web comics. Yes. Uh, gotta read stuff. <laughs> With that, we'll go to my probably huge list that I will try and go really fast through. But first, a horrible story um, about what I've played. So, I lately I've been playing a lot of... Well, over time, actually. Max and I really like F-Zero, GX, specifically the GameCube one. For anyone who doesn't know, it's Nintendo made it. It's what Captain Falcon from Smash Bros. is from. And it's like the most hardcore racing game in that there's no Mario Kart like items there's no if basically if you fall off a track or you get hit too many times you're you're done for like the whole you're out have so you you're played like, Gran Turismo I have that's but, pretty hardcore but. no I mean difficulty wise F-Zero takes no prisoners have like you, you can played, do like the easy mode I'm shaking my head right now but continue <laughs> But have you, Kyle? Have you played F Zero? Have insane. you beat Gran Turismo, man? That's like a life's pursuit. But, but I'm no, not. I'm, not, I'm probably saying they're equally hard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're probably. I can imagine. I haven't played too much Gran Turismo, but I did play a couple on PS2. Yeah. And I have the PSP one. But F Zero is really intense, and it knows it's intense, so it makes sure that you know too. So it's really <laughs> hard, and getting things is really like getting thing like characters. Or uh, you have to buy story chapters. And to get that, you do Grand Prix for tickets and stuff, and you don't really get that many tickets. But Max and I worked really hard, and we had like a ton of the characters, and we had a lot of the story. And beating the story is considered an accomplishment because the some of the ch- oh, some of the chapters are so ridiculous. But we got so far, and we've done so much over like the last year, couple of years. And G- when GX came out, there was also AX, which was the arcade counterpart. And there's less than 20 AX machines in North America. And there's one at Canada's Wonderland, which is uh, this theme park near where I live. And I went with friends, and we it's went to the really arcade. It's a really wonderful place. <laughs> it's, a, it's pretty... <laughs> Full of wonder, <laughs> actually. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> kind of like a land of wonder. It, it is, in fact, <laughs> in Canada. It's a land of wonder. <laughs> but they had this F-Zero machine, I was shocked. So I remember, because I went two days in a row, because I had a two-day pass, so I went with my friends again. And I brought my memory card, because I was like, that'd be kind of cool because you get tons of exclusive stuff because you can put your memory card into an AX machine and you unlock all the stuff that you can't get otherwise well I think you can but you have to hack so and with there being less than 20 in North America that's like pretty cool so I was like you know I'll bring it uh, and I'll put it in 
and I did, and a couple times it worked, and I got tons of tickets, and I got the characters, and I was like, wow! And I put it in again, and in, uh, because I have a third-party memory card that's really old, it corrupted everything. So, no! So, for the second time, I lost my melee file that was nearly 100%. Um, oh, God! Sure! What proof do you have? I don't anymore, no, but... Got I, okay, the first time I lost it, I had 400 hours in melee. And the second time, I probably had 100. I like melee a lot. Hey, I probably have, like, 2,000. I played that with my family for, like, seven years. It's all we played, like, religiously. Well, melee is awesome. I love that game. Younger cousins. And they'd be like, hey, can we try this? And I'd be like, uh, no, I'm playing melee. And they'd be like, oh, can't can't we switch games? I'd be like, no, you're just going to have to play melee. So. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I I love melee so much. I had trouble getting used to brawl. You can make everybody play melee. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. I even got my dad good at, at Melee. I forced my mom to play at one point, but they were not good. No, I got my dad to play it religiously. I think I got my dad really? into video oh, games through Melee. And now he plays Call of Duty like... He's probably got like <laughs> 700 days in Call of Duty over the last couple of games. Wow. And it's all Melee's fault. He was, he was really good as Link and... I think it was just Link. Maybe somebody else. I'm good as Link and maybe Link. Oh, Link and Shilk slash Zelda. That was his guy. Oh, Sheik? Sheik. Oh, nice. Shilk? I forget. <laughs> That's my that's my very possible future cosplay. Crossplay. My Zelda. best characters are um, Ness and Marth. I like. I was always Kirby. I was only ever. <laughs> Did never. you do the suicide jumping? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, some like sometimes they'd be like, "Okay, you can't be Kirby, so go be Donkey Kong," and then they're like, "I can still suicide." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or Bowser. Those guys are good, but like, I would mm-hmm. like Kirby's stats were just like way out of whack, like way better than anybody else's because yeah, I only played Kirby. Kirby. Everybody else had like three characters they always played. I was I was almost constantly yeah, so chic. I lost. Hmm. That was a very depressing moment for me. When I put it in, it's like, your data's corrupted. And I tried all these really weird methods. Because I was desperate, and I was like, I can't lose anything else. So one person said, put it in a freezer while it's in a bag, and that didn't work. <laughs> the internet told that you work? that, didn't it? I don't know. I was very desperate at the time. Okay? So you tried this trick lose... and then tell us what happened. Snicker, <laughs> snicker, snicker. <laughs> anyway, so I bought another memory card. So you put it on the ground and hit it with a hammer. <laughs> that <laughs> hit work. it with a hammer. Well, you can do that to a GameCube and it'll be fine. You do know that. Yeah. <laughs> it'll couple... be when when oh, the yeah, apocalypse happens, you guys. It'll be um, Twinkies, a bunch of cockroaches, and GameCubes Game that are left. So Max I and I, one like, we were broken. So a couple days ago, we just hardcore played F Zero like for a very long time, and we still haven't gotten everything back. But it's. It's good that it's really fun, because if it wasn't fun and it was that difficult, it would be a um, terrible You experience. probably wouldn't play it. Yeah, it would be a pretty terrible experience. Yes, you, would, you would be talking like, about Falcon. another game during nope. the segment. But um, if, you ever, it's like, if you ever have the chance to buy F-Zero GX, I highly recommend it, because it is really fun, especially multiplayer, because like unlike Mario Kart, there's like no items, or there's really no there's not a lot of chance or luck involved as much as just killing each other, because you can boost with energy, but that's also your health, so if you boost too much, you'll die. It's like Mario so Kart Advanced. Yeah, it's like exactly yeah. So I've played. I just, that, I'm just full of metaphors this episode. You I'm have just like cowboys and samurais, blah blah blah. It's actually great. <laughs> I thought so. Um, what else have I done? Aiden and I played Animal Crossing a bit. Still play Animal. Is that Crossing an understatement? <laughs> yes, it actually yeah. really is. We're gonna put um, you under a lie detector test pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, the first couple of times there were accidents. They were no, lies. not again. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, so played that, and I got Fire Emblem, and I've yet to beat it, but I've played it quite a lot, and it's really fantastic. You get to I beat actually it? got the last copy where I live. I went to every store, and then at GameStop they had one copy, and I checked the locator before, and the next one was in uh, Bradford, so... I was pretty That's lucky. not close. That is not close at all. Mm. No. So I definitely lucked out in finding that one copy. <laughs> and it's really fun. So I'd recommend that. And that might be it. I think that... Oh, and I played Epic Mickey 2. Because I got that for Christmas and I never played it. <laughs> I played that. I was kind of disappointed. The gameplay is very flawed in certain ways. Like, it's a very creative concept, but there's a lot of glitches. And, like, I love uh, Epic Mickey and Epic Mickey 1 because while the gameplay isn't, like... Well, it works normally, but sometimes it's really glitchy. The atmosphere and, like, the designs and everything... I really like Disney a lot, by the way, thus this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I love Disney. So, like, all this cool stuff and all these, like, forgotten character stuff, I thought that was so cool in the concept. Mm -hmm. And, like, the way it looked in the town... And, like, even the music felt really Disney-like, so... Well, that's good. It was one of those games It was, like, where, Disney like, but creepy. Like, <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you guys remember the original concept art for this game? Yeah. Yeah. Mesh yeah. was, like, Creepy stuff. It was, it was so insane. creepy, like and I loved hanging it. There's bones. It's and it's, like, oh, but it's so good. Like, the, it really shows that this is one of those experiences, kind of like Earthbound, where Earthbound's gameplay isn't that extraordinary. It's basically... It's just, like, a pretty basic RPG. But it's the thing surrounding the gameplay... That really make it more that make you want to keep playing so that like because I wanted to see where you'd go next in Epic Mickey like I hundred percented Epic Mickey one and um, oh that's good I've played two way to go wow that's a <laughs> tough game too well I mean I, know, I had a tough a time secret, with it because uh, I don't like the motion controls all that much yeah mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not especially but like you could find I remember I found Walt Disney's uh, secret or secret apartment room you found his frozen head <laughs> no but <laughs> he buried his um, body. <laughs> In, in, like, the real world, uh, in Disneyland, Walt Disney had, like, a secret little apartment house room kind of yeah. thing in the firehouse. And they, that's actually in Epic Mickey. And I remember you have to do ridiculous amount of stuff. Like, you have to buy, and you have to find all the power sparks, which were, like, collectibles. And I remember, my, like, my cousin came over, my younger cousin, and he would, like, we, he was sitting there, and he'd, like, watch, and he was, like, amazed. Like, he ended up buying it, because we were, like, we were working really hard to 100% it. And we finally did, and you go in the room, and it's, I don't know, it's so cool. The atmosphere is just so fantastic. Yeah, so. the design of that game um, was really stellar. They did a good job with that. Uh, the the yeah. gameplay, just for me personally, it was really tough because I'm I'm not huge on motion controls, but yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But God, that but design was, just, was a bit mind blowing. The first yeah, sketches it was really. really one of those times when, yeah, the, yeah. The first sketches were cray. Were crazy. <laughs> they were good though. It was really one they of those um, times where the get like the experience surpasses the game. Where, like, the things around it... Maybe it's just because I'm a huge Disney fan. Like, obviously, people who aren't as big in Disney wouldn't find as much fun in it. But I had, like, such a fantastic time, despite... Like, I can fully acknowledge there's a lot of really bad... Well, not really bad, but bad and sometimes awkward glitches throughout. But it's just, like, there's so much cool stuff and so many, like, allusions to other Disney material that I love it. So I've been playing the second one, and it's really fun. Slightly glitchier, which kind of sucks. But the atmosphere is still fantastic, so I really enjoyed that. You know what that reminds me of? Did you ever read Kingdom Keepers? I want no. to, oddly enough. I saw that when I went to Disney World a few years ago in the store. And I yeah, never read it. They're not that fantastic, I'll be honest, and they get worse as they go on. <laughs> but, but it's just that, I don't know, I, I get the same thing. It's like, it's not that great, but you just like the atmosphere because it's all Disney and like backstage yeah. Disney. Because the people who wrote it, they have, they have um, or the guy who wrote it, Ridley Pearson, got like backstage passes. I was like able to go and like look at everything. So, That's so you cool. get to look, look get a first person view of like all the stuff that goes on in the back. So it's that's the only reason I still read it. Other than that, yeah. the plot's just slowly and slowly <laughs> getting worse and worse and worse. And that's cool, though, because 
there's so many little references, even Epic Mickey. Like, in Epic Mickey 2, you can go to the arcade, and it's run by a guy named Flynn, like in Tron. Really? Oh. And that, like, blew my mind. Because nice. I was like, whoa! Because Flynn's the game has changed. Yeah, and, like, there's parts where, like, you go in the Haunted Mansion, and you have to paint in the stretching portraits, and, like, all <laughs> this cool stuff. Like, all these, like, references, to even, like, real-world, like, Disney World, like, rides and stuff. And it's so cool. So, I don't know. If you... If you really enjoy Disney, uh, like me, and you're okay, like you're you're able to enjoy a game, even though it might not be like it's by no means unplayable, but it is like occasionally it can be kind of frustrating. But I'd highly recommend both of them are like fifteen twenty dollars now because the second one tanked to the point where the development studio went out of business, yeah, uh, which is kind of unfortunate. But if you, I would recommend them if you thoroughly enjoy Disney because you will probably get a lot out of it as well. So so yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Disney. Disney. <laughs> so with that, I think we're gonna move into our outro we'd like to thank you all for listening to this podcast and we'd like to remind you that this podcast is a product of kingdomheartsworld.net which you can totally go and join and we would totally love that and you could talk to all of us probably so that'd be pretty cool except grace yeah long time i will sorry guys long time podcaster confession forums were the best part of podcasting for me because suddenly the listeners could all connect with each other they all for one thing if they all already love listening to the show then they already have a lot in common they have a lot to talk about and just connect with and seriously like my friends these days the majority of them are friends who met with me because they joined my forum that I ran with the podcast. So forums plus podcasts are like bread plus peanut butter. It's just... You said the right thing, buddy. It's exactly. So, I mean, getting a community going around a podcast is like the best part of podcasting. And it's both for the podcasters and the listeners. So I highly recommend joining. Definitely get on that. And we all want to talk to you guys. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. I challenge you. Have you played Epic Mickey as well and enjoyed it? Then message me. I dare you. And if you didn't, go, go bash him in the forums. Yeah, Hooray. do it. I would Join love me. that. <laughs> <laughs> Join Kyle. In the revolt. <laughs> Start you a forum mutiny. A forum mutiny. Yes, they're, they're, Already. they're great. They die down. But. Four days after launch. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we hacked your forum. <laughs> yes. It's all fun. <laughs> No, not really. Yay. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter at, at KHW Podcast, and you can find us on Facebook as Kingdom Hearts World, both of which have the album art that you're seeing right now as their profile pictures. We'd also like to thank Kyle a lot for being on our podcast. Yay. Oh, that's me. Thank hey. you. Yeah. No problem. It's always I've, open. I haven't had the, had the fun of being on a podcast for quite some time now, and I miss it so. So thank you. The door is always open, Kyle you ever get the podcast lonely were you born in a barn close the door (laughs) (laughs) the door is always unlocked kyle (laughs) that's okay yes you can keep the door closed but unlocked fine kyle we'll close the door close good it's it'll save on your hydro you gotta be you gotta worry about these things the kingdom hearts fan base is growing up (laughs) it's growing up already yes that's so true you're gonna be paying electrical bills before kingdom hearts 3 comes out trust me that's probably true unfortunately (laughs) maybe i'm more hopeful about kingdom hearts 3 i am cautiously optimistic i would say all of square enix as a company rests on 15 and kingdom hearts 3 mm-hmm. yes, like do you guys report on not to like prolong your podcast any longer but do you guys report oh, no, on the uh the capital returns uh sort of business on square enix like this last year yoichi wada got the shaft and everything yeah didn't they lose three billion yen or something yeah yeah we did yen is kind of like a penny it. here so it's not that yeah. much but for us yeah, for a still. relative sized company it's a huge chunk of change and like the the 
You know, they bought IDOS recently. Uh, yeah. Or not recently, years ago. But uh, it feels like not that long ago since they've only come out with one game each from the studios, more or less. But uh, the studio head at IDOS Montreal quit recently because there's just not a lot of communication going on along between the, the Japanese studios and the English-speaking studios. And it's really frustrating for them. So, I mean, there's a lot of kinks in the chain to be worked out. they got to really rechain this mess, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and rechain. Much like the chain of memories. Yeah, they got to get yeah. those things in. they got to get their Donald Ducks in order. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's what they need to do. Good. And so, I mean, a lot of, the, like, if you feel the pressure is on for podcasting, the pressure is on Square Enix to deliver out. on Kingdom Hearts 3 and oh, Final Fantasy better, man. Final Fantasy XV is probably going to come out in the next year and a half, I would wager, at least in Japan. And I'm guessing they're going to announce that during the Tokyo Game Show. Mm. And a lot of Kingdom Hearts 3 stuff, at least a little murmurs. And that's like, what's that, oh, uh, two fun. months from now? Two or three months from now? Yeah. Yeah. So it's getting like really interesting times. I you, you invited me on the podcast, but I haven't been on a podcast since like 2010, in, at least in a serious manner. And... It's been a kind of a doldrum time, in my opinion, for Square Enix. But finally, yeah. things are ramping back up because, like, usually they release three Final Fantasies per generation, and it seemed like at least two Kingdom Hearts per generation, but that didn't. But usually they okay. release two or three or whatever Final Fantasies, or two Kingdom Hearts, I mean to say, uh, per generation. That hasn't really happened. Like, we didn't even see a main Kingdom Hearts on PS3 yeah. or Xbox 360. And that that really, you know. They set these precedents and then they don't follow up. So it's the time is now. We've been it's been a doldrum, but it's going to get exciting. The next year, the news is going to finally start flowing again. Kingdom Hearts was, you know, we were relying on spinoffs for a long time, and not enough of the fandom gets into each one of those because they're on all sorts of these different systems. So and I think the time is now for podcasting and getting in on a community and getting excited about the games again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like Square, Square Enix is facing their final boss battle, and we will see if they survive. They come out on top. That's yes. a really good comparison. Or if they'll That's get bought analogy. out by somebody because they failed. Oh, That's an exciting ending note, too. Yes, so stay tuned, <laughs> listeners. It's just getting started. It's getting restarted. And one more thing before we go is we did mention last episode because we recorded it earlier, but our intro, the new one that we started last episode that we, we credited on the site, but we haven't credited on the podcast yet, was by H Pup Music. Nice. So thank them. Thank you. Let's go thank them. Check out Fantastic. what they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. great stuff. So thanks to them. And thanks to you. And we do hope to see you around, whether it's on the podcast or not on the podcast. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to find me online, well, my Twitter's locked. I don't really throw that around much, but Tumblr, CSKW.tumblr.com. Yeah, so you can always follow Kyle. You never know. Maybe I'll have exciting, crazy things coming out in the next four months. Yeah. And I'm sure I'll be back Very on this sad. podcast. If. Yeah. Like we said, the door is always unlocked. If my masters because... allow me, those who shall not be <laughs> the door is always unlocked. The world that never was. <laughs> Several nobodies and maybe Voldemort. <laughs> Shh, they don't like to be named. Voldemort. That's a whole I'm fearing for my life right now. Segway. And with that wonderful <laughs> note of our guests fearing for their lives, I guess we should say bye. So we'll see you guys later. Take care. Bye. bye. Thank you for listening.